Hampton at Pepsi Center. Don't miss the chance to cheer on your Colorado Avalanche. Brandon Beckett's up. He scores! Tickets to all games are on sale now. Reserve your seats today at coloradoavalanche.com. Into the slot. Shoot that scores! Let's go as Almighty Odin, the Viking has spoken! Hey car lovers, Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration here. Have you heard of ceramic coating? It's the modern way to protect your paint, whether you have a classic or a brand new car. First, our skilled technicians polish the paint to absolute perfection. Then they apply several layers of ceramic coat. You get a crazy, brilliant shine with incredible durability and no swirl marks. Our customers rave about it. Find out more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018, starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guest Jim Blossoms. And Tommy Two-Tone. This Saturday night, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. KKSC Parker, KKSC FM HD1 Broomfield, KKSC FM HD2 Broomfield, 2269AE Boulder. We are Altitude Sports Radio. Now on FM, where everything sounds better, bigger, and more colorful like it should in Colorado. Denver Sports Talk, weekdays 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. starts now. This is Vic Lombardi on Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. You heard the announcer guy. We sound bigger and better, or better and bigger. Welcome to Altitude Sports Radio 92.5, Steroids FM, the juice, we got it. You want some? Come get it. Also simulcasting this week on AM 950, so those of you who are still stuck on the old dial, don't worry, we're going to give you a whole week to figure it out. Those are the people who show up like uh, uh, an hour late for things on Daylight Savings Day. Yes. Like they, they didn't get the memo, they didn't get the message. Um, so we're going to let this go for like a week so they can hopefully get the message and come join us. God, you sound smarter. I know. This is weird me out right now. Are you going to like introduce us to everyone? I'm not joking. Like even in our ears here in the studio where it's not supposed to sound any different, it sounds different. Uh, You sound wiser. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a little nervous. No, that's amazing. 92.5. Uh, let me give you all the information. The text line remains the same, by the way. We're not changing that up. We have our loyal texters, 30933. We do have a new phone number. So if you feel inclined to call the show for whatever reason, remarks on the FM move, if you want to talk Broncos yesterday, what the Rockies did over the weekend, 
a slew of college football games, whatever you please. The new phone number is 303-504-0925. How many times, over under, how many times do you think I'll butcher that phone number today? Uh, five and a half. Okay. I'm taking the over. Well, I... you don't say the phone number a lot, so it's probably going to be under, but it'll be close. 303-504-0925. It Got bothers it. me that you say zero sometimes and O oh sometimes. You can't say 303-504. Yeah, Wouldn't it be 303-504-0925? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Our new Twitter is uh, at Altitude SR Sports Radio. When I first saw that, I thought it meant Altitude Senior. <laughs> Ooh, I kind of like that. Can we make that for this show? Yes. Because it drives us so crazy when guys have senior on their jersey. Altitude senior. <laughs> rather than, see, altitude junior is, yeah. is 950. Yeah. Altitude senior yeah. is 92.5 FM. I like that. That's what we're going with. Uh, so want to thank everybody in uh, helping us make the move. It's been a long time coming. You've heard us talk about it here uh, on these airwaves for quite some time. So we are set and ready to go. And we got a good show for you today. Nikki Javala from The Athletic will join us at 832. Wow, right on the minute. It's not even 8.30, it's 8.32? Is that what you're doing now? Very specific. Um, unbelievable. It's the FM version of HW. I guess so. Very specific. Uh, Corey Sullivan, AT&T Sportsnet on what the Rockies did yesterday. He joins us at 9.32. That'll be fun. That's good, right at 9.32. Let's start with the Broncos. Uh If you went to that game yesterday... It all depended where you were seated. Were you in the East Stands or the West Stands? Whether or not you remain through the game. And I'll give him credit, man. The fans stayed. That was a jam place by the end of that game, and rightfully so. My wife goes to the game, and here's what she does. At the six-minute mark, with the Broncos down, what was it, the six-minute mark? It was 20, I'm sorry, 19 to 10 at the time. Yes. We're leaving. You are? Yeah, we're, we gotta go. Okay. She left. Uh, you never leave the game early, first of all. Kind of rule of thumb. Uh, certainly not when it's within striking distance. Yes. Uh, and you know, hey, till the Broncos and, and this version of the Broncos show you that they can't get it done in those kind of situations, you gotta give them the benefit of the doubt. That was a, that was a mistake by Terry. That was a Broncos team that looked utterly inept for one half of football. Awful. They were uh, awful. an offense that very familiar to last year's offense. I, I, I was like, what's the difference? It's the same team right now. And then figured it out. Somehow, uh, some way. Figured it out. Okay. Now there were some a lot of positives. Well, not a lot. There were a couple of positives. Well, the positive is they're two and zero. Oh. The positive is they yes. won the game. The yes. positive is they they may have the best kicker in the league. The positive is well, special that ain't teams. Much at this well, point. There's some positives, but overall, give me one word to describe the Broncos week two. One Lucky. word. Lucky. Lucky. H W. Do you have a word? Mm. I, I, this isn't hard. This they is, beat, this, they beat a really bad Raiders team yeah. because they blocked an extra point. I, well, That's I wanted lucky. to go with underwhelming, yeah. but they won the game, so going with underwhelming is tough. Here's all I would say, though, and not to be wet blanket guy, because the number one thing from the game was a positive, and that was that Case Keenum, with the football in his hands, all the way back at his own 10-yard line, yeah. facing first and 20, was able to lead this team down that's, for the game-winning field That's the field element goal. they did not possess for the last they two didn't. seasons. And that was the number one takeaway from the game, yes. and that is monster. Yes. At first and 20, I'm sitting down there because we made our way to the field, and I'm like, oh, this is trouble. What was that, a holding call that yes. set them back? Garrett Bowles, Garrett Bowles holding, holding, tackled the guy, and now you're sitting back there. And not only did Case Keenum take him down the field at first and 20, he had to overcome a couple drops during that. I mean, come on. 
DT dropped one. He, there was a couple other drops. Somebody else dropped one on the left side. That was big time encouraging, but there were uh, plenty of concerns offensively. That first half, until the garbage first downs at the end of the half, they had one first down. I know. In the first half. I know. It was a legit first down. That's it. Again, they got a garbage time yeah. one when the Raiders just didn't want to give up a big play. One legitimate first down in the first half is a huge concern. Um, but, hey, they found a way, and their quarterback showed he can make plays with the game on the line. That goes a long, long way. Well, there are reasons to be happy, reasons to be optimistic, and reasons to be cautious. Start with the cautious. Weren't they 2-0 and last year at this time? Uh, yeah, and they were coming off a 42 to 17 home run. Alright, so they were 20 to 19. They were 2 and 0 last year. Uh, the two teams they've beaten so far have a combined zero wins. I mean, I know it's early. I get it. It's part of the deal. They're 0 and 4. Uh, but they figured out a way at halftime to make the necessary adjustments. That's where I'm optimistic. At halftime, I have a bunch of notes written down here and I'm like, here, here, here's number one on my note. Zero targets for your best playmaker last week, Emmanuel Sanders. He was targeted Zero times in the first half. He did get that ball on the pitch back, the hook and ladder at the end of the half. But beyond that, not one pass was thrown in his direction in that first half of play. I wrote that down and said, how is this possible? As uh, as much as we lauded praise on Billy Moose last week for his uh, game plan, this week was the polar opposite. Well, the only difference is, you're right, the first half was awful. They did make the necessary changes in the second half. Because the first pass thrown in the second half went to number 10. Yes. He got involved in the offense in the second half. The offense changed. The offense now looked like an offense. Boy, Chucky was mad. Did you guys see, and this is completely out of left field, did anybody see the video that was produced like an MTV video? I mean, this looked like a three-hour production. Mm -hmm. There was some work. The video by Marquette King that he dropped shortly after the game. Uh I did. Uh look, punters have a lot of time. Oh punters my and kickers God. have a lot of free time. This is like a this is a serious production. This wasn't a let's go in the backyard with the iPhone and do it. This no. was like a real production crew. Yeah, up on top of a parking garage, he he's uh chugging straight from the bottle of wine. Is that the proper verb? Or champagne. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a cab. Could be apple juice. Um, and then he goes over to a Chucky doll and kind of stares him down, which I appreciate it. It adds to the rivalry. I think it's great. I think uh, this kind of animosity is, uh, is perfect, but Chucky has a lot of reasons to be mad somewhat at, at himself and his own team because they blew a lead. They got but ultra conservative late on a couple plays. He had a, uh, he had a, a running back drop a pass that would have been an, that was ball game. Easy first down. To me, the um, game came down to that one. Right. Fourth and one at the 34-yard line, up 19 to 10. Would have put him up two scores. Already up two scores, but would have put him up by considerably more. And Keith Smith, the fullback, drops an easy first down. Right in his hands. Easy first down. Crazy thing about that play. And I thought, I don't know, you guys, if you watched from home, you had a different look. The CBS cameras did not give me enough replays yesterday. I'm watching in the press box and also watching on the monitor. Where are the replays? Give me my replays. Because they had on that particular play the tackle eligible yeah. wide open. Wide open. I'm talking strolling in. And Derek Carr decided to be a little judicious about it. Forget the tackle. He can't catch. Let me go to my fullback. 
He checks it down, and the fullback drops the ball. The game was never the same after that drop. Well, and the fullback had the first down because Bradley Chubb turned around. Well, to he had to chase. make a decision. Yeah. yeah. Bradley Chubb's back was to the guy. But you know what that play indicated to me? Say this about Chucky. He may not have all the talent in the world. Boy, did he call a great game. That The ability to get rid of the ball in, what, two seconds every time? Derek mm-hmm. Carr could not be touched. Mm-hmm. There were a couple occasions they got pressure on him. But they took the pass rush out of the game. It was never a factor. It was just one of those fast-break passing offenses that the Broncos couldn't touch. And that's my fear this season. You can have the best pass rushers in the game. A coach can out-coach you in that. He can do stuff that he did yesterday. Yeah, you can scheme against the pass rush. You can. We saw it yesterday. Uh but The Broncos really had no business winning that game. The Raiders were the better team. Uh, the Broncos led for six seconds. Six seconds. Yeah. The, the Raiders were the better team. Broncos found a way to win. Now you can half glass, um, half full, half empty that of, hey, that's what good teams do. Good teams find a way to win. Great teams cover, but good teams find a way to win. You can also say, how did you get outplayed in week two in the hottest home game in the regular season in the history of Bronco football by the Raiders? A pretty bad Raiders team. That's concerning. As it stands today, on this Monday, September 17th, in the Mile High City, Broadcasting live on the FM dial, 92.5. The Broncos are in first place. And yes, the Colorado Rockies are back in first place. We'll touch on the Rocks. We'll go with Phil Lindsay on the Broncos. Man, does he perform. We got a lot to get to this morning. Hey, thanks for making the change. Now go tell a buddy or 30. It's 7 You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. Next Monday, double your altitude when Altitude Sports Radio 950 becomes Denver's home for Fox Sports Radio. For local Denver sports talk, weekdays 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., lock in Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. For national sports talk with Colin Coward, Dan Patrick, and Clay Travis, lock in Altitude Sports Radio 950. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Hey, it's hockey season at Pepsi Center. Don't miss the chance to cheer on your Colorado Avalanche. Brendan Beckett, he scores! Tickets to all games are on sale now. Reserve your seats today at coloradoavalanche.com. Into the slot, shoot that scores! Let's go and Almighty Odin, the Viking has spoken! When working at a growing business, you wear many hats. The new business hat, the buying toner for the copy machine hat, the sifting through tons of resumes hat. You can throw away that last hat thanks to Indeed.com. When posting your job, Indeed lets you add screener questions that give you a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. So go ahead, dust off that extra-long lunch hat. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. New <laughs> Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. <laughs> oh, great. A sore throat keeping me from my extremely lucrative voiceover job talking about throat drops. Thanks, universe. <laughs> Might as well try these new Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. 
Wow, these vapor cool drops are amazing. That's not candy dressed up like a throat drop. That's a super cooling vapor power rush. It's like, yes, yes. I, I don't know where that's coming from, but yes. Vaporize sore throat pain with new Vicks vapor cool drops. Use as directed. Simply the best live entertainment and events are at Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. Get your tickets now to Arsenio Hall, Comic-Con, Fifty Shades of Men, Margarita Festival, and more at BuffaloThunderResort.com. And Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe has simply the best promotions. Win one of four Mercedes-Benz and your share of over $500,000. Simply the best casino. At Buffalo Thunder. Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people. For a reason, we champion people. People's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. The Colorado Rapids take on Los Angeles Football Club on October 6th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke, courtesy of the Coca-Cola Family Plan. ColoradoRapids.com Your Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 Traffic Update. One accident reported on the metro area freeways at this point. Traffic brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's, causing a delay eastbound I-70 at Federal. Northbound I-25, slowing Ridgegate Parkway to C-470, slow traffic. Traffic Broadway through to Alameda. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Elevated to FM. You're listening to Vic Lombardi on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Brandon McManus on the field to attempt what would be a game-winning field goal from 36 yards out, well within his range. The play clock was down to nine seconds, and they just reset it back to 25. It's good. Compliments of CBS. Darn right it's good. Right down the middle. Actually, a little to the right, but it worked. Brandon McManus with the game winner. As the Broncos win over the Raiders in comeback fashion, they're 2-0. They lead the division. So do the Rockies. They lead the division. You are listening to the Vic Lombardi Show on 92.5. That is FM Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. You may also be listening on 9.50 a.m. So this week, we're going to simulcast on both. We're going to double the trouble this week. We're going to simulcast on both. And then next week, we're strictly FM. A lot of people coming through commenting on the FM signal. It sounds great in our ears. I don't know how it sounds in your car. Sounds great to us. Uh, Postal Brian, loud and clear. Sounds, sounds great, fellas. 
Uh, this guy says, 5215, please place your name at the end of the text. This guy says, it was irritating enough having Vic's voice in mono. Now I've got it in freaking stereo. Nice that he took a shot at you and yeah. me, which was what I would have expected. Spell my name right. 5248. You do sound smarter. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. The FM does make you sound a little more intelligent. Uh, I don't like this at all, Vic. You sound like, I can't read that. Um, Vic sounds taller from Eric the Cameraman. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Does do a lot of things for you. It's like television. Television puts 20 on in radio. How much? Two, three inches? Bigger and better? The hotline, by the way, remains the same. If you want to call the show, 303-504-0925. Uh, we're going to hear from uh, Phil Lindsay a little later. And an interesting conversation between Ryan Harris, our afternoon guy Ryan Harris with Nate Kreckman, and Emmanuel Sanders after the game. Remember how I mentioned Emmanuel was not targeted once in the first half? They had something to say about that. You'll hear that interview a little bit later. Really? Yeah, just like a negative? No, you'll, you'll hear. You'll hear what he had to say. It's not negative. I don't want you to spin this and make it negative. I did have a negative or critical one of the yeah. receivers. What's that? That I observed yesterday. DT dropping that pass? The, 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 the drop was obviously not good. And, you know, I'm sure HW will have all sorts of jokes about how, hey, don't pass him a, you know, candy bar. He'll drop it. Whatever. I mean, I, and you know what? Rightfully so. Cause that was a bad drop at a bad time. I didn't like after Tim Patrick's big catch and run, which not only did he make a big catch and get a lot of yardage after the catch, but very smart to find the sidelines. They they would have had to hustle. Well, as soon it. as he turned inside, I thought, uh oh, yeah, I had the same feeling. He turns inside, and after the game, Vance Joseph, let's pull up our Vance Joseph sound because he uh, specified this exact play in his post game. If you don't mind, Jesse, he talked about what he did on that specific play, turning inside, cut number five. From Vance Joseph after the game, because Tim Patrick, I thought, had a great game. Uh, he had that one pass that they had to review. There were like two or three passes in that game, Bronco passes they had to review. But this is Vance Joseph on that particular Tim Patrick play when he turned inside instead of outside. Cut five. Cut five. No, we had time. He was told. He had, he had time to get vertical, right, because the next play was going to be a spike anyway. He obviously got more yards, you know, for us and then got out of bounds. So for him, that was a big-time play, and, you know, he knew what he was doing. He was right on. And, and again, our guys in that drive played with really, 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 really you know, good smarts. So I was very impressed with now, this, if you go back, though, to do you remember when the Broncos, uh, was back in the Cutler era, they were in Buffalo. And they ran the play, had to run out, spike it real quick, and Jason Elam could come out and kick Yes. It. They say you need 16 seconds to pull all that off. They, they started that play with 18 seconds to go. Okay. So if Tim Patrick had not gotten out of bounds, if he'd ran around in the middle of the field, and then you got to get everybody unpiled, get everybody lined up and get a, a spike down, they would have been cutting it close. So him getting out of bounds was was vital. But after he got out of bounds, all his teammates are – Celebrating, they're patting him on the back, big play. I mean, you know, you know, you knew it set him up for a relatively chip shot field goal for, for Brandon McManus. One guy standing in the middle of the field, his hands on his knees and his head down, pouting about woe is me. Take a guess who that was. During that play, I'm looking at the play right now on Sports Center. Okay, they're showing so it right now. After the play, 
back in the middle of the field, one guy was upset. I can't tell. I saw a great block there by Emmanuel Sanders to spring him to the outside. It wasn't Emmanuel Sanders. Who's that guy? It was Demarius Thomas. Really? So one play after he dropped a ball that would have put him in field goal range, his teammate bails him out. He did. Yeah. And instead of celebrating and saying thank you and being like, yeah. hey, we all won, it was all about Demarius Thomas Interesting. with his hands on his knees and pouting in the middle of the field. And I've been the defend Demarius Thomas say, on this hold show. Hold everything. For those of you new to the show since we've gone FM, this is a man who defends DT to the other end. We have, you and I have gone round and round and round. No, you and I've, HW. I've called him the best receiver in Broncos. You and HW. HW is the one that knocks him. I'm the one who tells you he's a pretty darn good player, but that drop on that series, you can't make that it drop. Was inexcusable, but even worse was his reaction, right? Like, if you want to soul-search after the game, if you want to soul-search a bit in the locker room, if you want to stay after practice every day this week and just keep catching passes because, you know what, by God, I'm not going to drop another one, that's fine. But a minute after you make a mistake that could cost your team and your teammate bails you out, you ought to be hugging that guy. You ought to be the first guy there to celebrate, saying thank you, thank you, thank you, and instead it was all about DT. That was concerning. It was funny, too, yesterday listening to Bruce Arians on the broadcast. He didn't hold anything back. He was like, this guy being an all-pro receiver, he sure does drop a lot of footballs. I'm glad you brought up Bruce Arians. Yeah. He's he, like that he old, care. you know, he's like that old drunk uncle at Christmas that just sits yeah. in the back of the room and, and says whatever the, he says whatever he wants. He's got a couple heaters hanging from his lips. Just says whatever he pleases, you know? Yeah, it's like, Grandpa, you can't say that. I don't, really yeah, I don't care. care. Yeah. Exactly. You don't need that job. You don't care. Matt Paradis got a holding penalty on a bootleg, and he's like, Case is going the other way. That's just terrible. <laughs> well, well he, was, he was critical of Vance Joseph on the decision to go for the touchdown on fourth down rather than kick the field goal there. According to the math, he should have kicked the field goal. I don't mind going for the touchdown, and here's why. It's fourth and goal. You don't score there, the game's probably over. It's over. Okay, but here's why I don't mind it. Because Vance Joseph just told us what he thought of his defense on that decision right there. That he doesn't have full faith in his defense during that course of the game. That he has to score a touchdown to get to within what? What does that put him within? It would have got him to within two. Okay. It made it 1970. He, he, he did not have ultimate faith in his defense at that point in the game, and rightfully so. Well, because if you kick a field goal, you cut it to six. And make the Raiders come back and make a it a two-score game again. Yeah, so you're right. That's, that was more of him saying, I don't believe that our defense can stop them. I'm going to score a touchdown and make it closer. It was similar to when we all went to the Rockies game last year and Bud Black let Marquez hit when he shouldn't have, and Marquez got a hit and it worked out. That didn't make it the right decision. It was the wrong decision. You kicked the field goal. Now, the way the game turned out and the Raiders moving the ball and the Raiders burning some clock, the Broncos wouldn't have had time to get a touchdown. They'd have been throwing the ball into the end zone on the last play of the game and hoping for something good. So it wound up working out perfectly for Van Joseph, but I'm not sure it was the best management of the game situation. If you're new to this, one thing you'll learn about our station, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5, we are not a one-trick pony. We are an all-sports station. How about them Rockies? And there's a line drive base hit. Cargo scores. Here comes Desmond. And he will score. Antonio Sensatella, of all people, getting the Rockies finally on the board here in San Francisco. So let me get this straight. That's compliments of AT&T Sportsnet. They go three games in San Francisco. They score three runs, two of them from their starting pitcher yesterday. Antonio Sensatella, who would have thunk it? He's the offense. 
boy, did they need that W yesterday. Rockies hold on to beat the Giants. They win one of three. But with that win and the Dodgers finally losing in St. Louis, your Rockies are back in first place. Yeah, it was huge to get the W uh yesterday. Disappointing Friday and Saturday to not score a run. And yesterday, frankly, wasn't much better. It was ugly, ugly yes. baseball. But they still won one in San Francisco, which was what we said they needed to do to avoid it. it it's amazing. It's not the first time this has happened either, HW, how this team goes from scoring double-digit runs at home, like it's easy, like it's too easy, then going on the road. You're always wary of that first game after a long homestand. When you go from altitude back to sea level, that first game after a long homestand, the offense seems to sputter. But in this case, it sputtered three days in a row. Yeah, they played 27 innings of baseball. How did they get their three runs in 27 innings? They well, all came in one inning, yes. and it was the pitcher and a sack fly by the second baseman, and that was it. Lucky to win one. 20 innings straight of scoreless baseball before they finally break through yesterday, and now it sets up the key stretch of the season. We've had this circled on the calendar all summer. Here it is, boys. I think the Diamondbacks are done. Probably. One more loss and they're done. Probably. Okay. It's the Dodgers and the Rockies, three straight in L.A., starting tonight. Tomorrow's game, my goodness, Freeland and Kershaw, are you kidding me? But it starts tonight, so much riding on this series. It's not the end of the road. The Rockies can lose all three and still win the division. But so much riding on these three games in Los Angeles. Well, and it was. I think it's critical from a mental standpoint to go into this series in first place. That's why yesterday's results I totally agree. were huge. Yep. Uh you're going in, it's only a half game. I don't think it really matters what the lead is. You're the first place team. I think that's good for the psyche. Uh look, the Rockies got have Gray tonight, Freeland tomorrow. Now is Gray their second best pitcher? Probably not at this point. It's Marquez, but you have Gray and you have Freeland. That that sets you up to try and get a couple of wins here. Uh, puts them in a really, really good position. And tomorrow night's matchup, you, you mentioned it. Freeland v. Kershaw. That's as close to a playoff game as you can get. That's pretty in darn September. good. That's pretty darn good. Um, that is, uh, that will be must see TV. So they're in a, uh, they're in a decent spot. I won't go as far to say they're in a good spot because they got six tough road games here, but they're in a decent spot. They're in first place on September 17th. The stretch run has begun. 13 games left on the schedule. Six on the road. Final seven at home. The Rockies are in first place. The Broncos are in first place. And we are on the FM dial. Welcome to Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. God, I sound tall. Get in the game with Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. This week's vacation is the Lone Tree Art Center's Grease Movie Night. Watch the sing-along version of the movie on the big screen, then on to the event hall for a 50-style sock hop. Saturday, September 29th. More info at LoneTreeArtCenter.org. The WWE brings back-to-back nights of entertainment to the Mile High City next week. First, it's WWE Monday Night Raw on September 24th, then WWE SmackDown Live on September 25th. Tickets on sale now at PepsiCenter.com. Are you embarrassed by your smile? Are you unable to eat the foods you love, afraid to laugh, afraid to live a normal life, even afraid to go out in public? Dr. Barrett's with Barrett's Dental here. I believe that you deserve a smile that you can be proud of so you can live your life the way you want, with the peace of mind that you can smile without embarrassment and that your mouth is healthy. At Barrett's Dental, we want to help you get your life back. 
I invite you to my office for a free consultation where you can find out for yourself if you are comfortable at Barrett's Dental. We offer total dental solutions, meaning we can handle all of your dental care in one convenient location without referring you all over town. If you feel safe at Barrett's Dental, it's the last place you'll need to visit to get the care you need. Is the condition of your mouth causing you to live a life of quiet desperation? Call me. I'll take great care of you. If you're looking for a safe place to take care of all your dental needs, call Barrett's Dental at 303-502-5523 or visit DenverDentist.com. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you, but you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kinsautoserviceinc.com. Has your heating and cooling system hardly made it through the past year? Have you been putting off replacing it because you just don't want to spend the money? Well, listen to this. At Plumline Services, we're offering a free furnace with the purchase of a carrier air conditioner. That means you get a new carrier air conditioner and a furnace at a fraction of the cost. Buy an air conditioner, get a furnace for free. This offer is only available for a limited time. So take advantage while you can. Turn to the experts you trust at Plumline Services. Call 303-633-5583 or go to PlumlineServices.com. The number one cause of death in your home is radon. Radiation from radon damages your DNA, causing cancer. Deadly radon radiation detection and prevention is highly specialized. Don't trust your health or your family's health to anyone but the experts at Ace Radon. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. My trusted team has protected Colorado families, schools, and businesses from the deadly effects of radon. More than half of all homes and businesses in Colorado have insidious, cancer-causing radon levels. Let us help ensure the health and safety of your family. Race to Ace this fall to find out once and for all if you're being exposed to radon. Ace is offering a radon inspection and test starting at only $50. Protect yourself and your loved ones from radon radiation. Race to AceRadon.com, the most referred and qualified radon company in Colorado. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Hey, it's hockey season at Pepsi Center. Don't miss the chance to cheer on your Colorado Avalanche. Brandon Beckett's up. He scores. Tickets to all games are on sale now. Reserve your seats today at coloradoavalanche.com. Into the slot. Shoot that score. Game. Landeskog wins it on a shootout. Let's go, Avs. Almighty Odin. The Viking has spoken. Your Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 traffic update. It is a slow drive on eastbound I-70, anywhere between Wadsworth and Federal, where there's a right lane accident clearing. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Pretty standard slowing right now in the heart of the rush hour, northbound 225, seeing stop and go between Iliff and Alameda, southbound 225, jamming Parker Road down to Yosemite. 
How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try News Equal Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. News Equal Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Text the show 30933 on the Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 now heating and air text line. Text 30933. Did he go? He did. Ball game over, and the Rockies win it 3-2. to two. You can breathe again in Denver. I love days like yesterday, watching the Rockies game, AT&T Sportsnet, on the sling box while at the Broncos game. Both games coming right down to it. Wade Davis gets Nick Hundley. See, Hundley trying to hold up on that last pitch. Oh, tried to sell it. No sale, my friend. You're rung up. The Rockies win. The Broncos win. You've got Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Let me take the time now, since we are officially in stereo on FM, to introduce the crew. I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm from Denver. This is James Manchester, Maryland. He's from Denver. Where are you from originally, James? Uh, North Glen, Colorado. High school? North Glen High School. Class of? 1991. This is H.W. Will Peterson, whose computer just made some noise, and it annoyed me. He's from Denver. Indeed. Okay. When and where? Uh, Swedish Hospital, 1990. High school. Kent, Denver, 2008. Wait a minute. You were born a year before I graduated from high school? Yeah, I'm a millennial. Jesse Trujillo on the ones and twos. He's from Denver. Jesse? How you doing? I'm doing just fine. Ooh, I do this isn't fine. hard. I'm asking you guys where you went uh, to school. Oh. Like two in a row now. Look at me like, huh? Uh, Denver General, 1981, uh, class of 1999 from Alameda High School. Okay, and finally, somebody who's not from Denver. Marty O. Give us your specifics. Uh, graduated 2007, Allen B. Shepherd High School, yeah. born in uh, Christ Hospital, Oklahoma, Illinois. See? It's pretty easy. Four out of five. It's pretty easy. Yeah, I I got my part correct. So this is a local show. Marty got his part correct. It's a local show. And I think we've talked about that before. That's pretty rare anymore in local radio anywhere. It's very rare to have local voices on a local show. And why is that important? It may not be. It may not be important to you. It is to me because I think it offers a little bit of perspective on things. Well, it's just a different perspective, right? I I think we're going to be... we're, we have a different passion for these teams and for these games uh, than we would if uh, we were from, you know, I don't know, upstate New York, as an example. It just changes the way you approach yes. a win or a loss. Yes, there was a reason why the day after the, Bron- or the Rockies lost their wild card game in Arizona, I was a little grumpy. And there's a reason why with the Rockies up a half game on the Dodgers right now, I am nervous as all get out. I thought, wait a minute. You're the guy who wanted this to be close I like last being, week. But I like, see, here's the difference between you and I. I like being nervous. I like the anxiety. I love the angst. This is September baseball. I have no problems with it. Do you think my nerves are going to change in a week? It's going to be the same. Even if the Rockies blow through this week, even if they blow through this series, nothing changes, James. It's still going to come down to it. It's going to come down to those last three games. Write it down. You know it is. I know it. It's going to come down to the last three games of the year. Sorry, for both I, teams. I'd rather be Boston 
Fine, but you're not. I'd rather be 11 and a half fine. up on September fine. We don't live in, we don't live in Massachusetts. <laughs> that would be fine. That's great. I'd be good with that. That's now, great. Maybe that's because I don't like to be nervous. No, if I had the prefer, if I had the choice between nervous or not nervous, I'll go with not nervous every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Who wouldn't? Well, it's not going to happen. Uh, look at the matchups here in LA. Tonight, John Gray against Ryu. Tomorrow night, it's Kyle Freeland against Kershaw. And then Wednesday, Tyler Anderson against Walker Bueller. <laughs> That's a hell of a series right there. Unfortunately, the Dodgers have the advantage every night. Pretty much. They do. I mean, even Kyle Freeland, as good as he's been, you're not going to say he's better than Kershaw. No. He's not. No. At best, you could argue that this season, that's a push, but that would be a little bit of a stretch. And in that situation, in as big a game as that's going to be, um, Kershaw has the advantage. Doesn't mean the Rockies can't win one or two of these games. Just on paper, heading into the series, they have the pitching advantage every night. So, ultimately, you would want the Rockies to win two or three. (laughs) Three or three, obviously. But let's say they lose two or three in L.A. I'm all right with that. You, if you walk out of L.A. only down a half a game, I'm, a, I'm, I'm all, you know, you're fine. I'm all right with that. You're fine because they got a game in the loss column. Well, yeah. we always talk about the loss column. You'd both have 69 losses yeah. come the end of this series. You hope. Here's another thing. By the end of that series, where are the Diamondbacks tonight? Let's see. The Diamondbacks are pretty much toast. They're they four uh, and a are half hosting back. the Cubs tonight. Okay. So if the Diamondbacks lose to the Cubs a couple of these games in this series, by the time the Rockies arrive in Arizona Friday, the Diamondbacks could be playing for virtually nothing. Yes. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad They're thing. They're teetering on being out of it. So, But San Francisco was uh, about as bad as they could be when the Rockies rolled into the Bay Area and couldn't score in the first two games. So I, I don't know if it's a good thing either. Um, but look, they've set themselves up yeah. and we talked about it and we outlined all this last week and it's why I said those two games against Arizona, if they won them at home before they headed out on this road trip, I think they would win the division because it puts them in a position for this series where they only got to get one in LA. If they were rolling in there and man, they got to get a sweep or they got to get two out of three or this thing's over. That's a tough task. You got to win one game, win one game. You're dead even in the loss column, heading out of there. You go Arizona for three, and then you finish up at home. You're in a good spot for the final ten games. Just come back home for those final seven within a game, either a game back or a game ahead. Is that fair? Is that asking too much? Well, as far as games ahead, they can make that number as big as they want to. I'm not going to complain. But I'm not going to get crazy. If they're within a game of first place when they come back for the final seven of the year, Uh, I like their chances, yes. Because the final seven, in case you haven't heard, are against two teams that are out of it. Philadelphia, four games, followed by Washington, three games. Both teams are pretty much done. Philly's five games back of the wild card. Washington is six. So those series for those two teams will mean nothing. I love September baseball because you are never sure of anything. And you're always second-guessing, and you're looking at schedules, and you're looking at other teams and who they play. This is great. It's like a it's like a math equation. You're trying to figure it out here on September 12th or 17th, I should say. What's going to happen on September 30th? You can't predict the future, but this is why I love September baseball. I also like September football when the Broncos are 2-0. This is Lindsey. Lindsey breaking through. 40. Finally bumped out at about the 20-yard line by Marcus Gilchrist. Great job on the delayed draw right there. 
That is a 53-yard gain for Philip Lindsay. Compliments of CBS, the longest run of the day. By the way, outside of those two first downs late in the first half that meant very truly nothing because they didn't get him any, that was the only first down of the first half right there. It was the only meaningful play of the first That's half. That's it. For the Broncos Phil, offense. That was the Broncos offense in the first half. Phil Lindsay up the middle for 53. He's the best running back on the roster. I was just going to say, when does he just become the feature back? He's the best running back on the roster. When do we stop with uh, he's the third down guy, he's the change of pace guy, he's the too small to be give, the every give, down back Give him guy. the ball. Just give him the ball and let him make plays. Because even the subtle plays on that particular play, Knowing when to cut, how to cut. Did you guys see the run he had later in the game when he goes off to the right side and he spins for an extra three yards and yeah. it looked like he was tackled? He's slippery. He does things uh, and makes plays that Royce Freeman, uh, Devontae Booker, other backs on this roster simply don't. And that is getting extra yards, making a guy miss, uh, turning a three-yard gain into a six-yard gain, those little things that add up by the end of the day. He's the best running back on the on the team. So the only reason not to give him the bulk of the carries and to not make him the feature back is, well, we think he's too small to withstand the wear and tear. Well, it didn't seem to bother him up at CU. He was fine after the game when he visited with his family. I got a chance to meet the uh, Lindsay family shortly after uh, the ball game yesterday. And his father, his his mother... His brother, he's got a pretty extensive family, and they're all at the game. And afterwards, their eyes just lit up when he walked out of that locker room. He wasn't limping. He was fine. He's fine so far. Now, he is a small dude. He is a small dude. But he was fine after that game. Do you think two, three months from now we'll be talking about Philip Lindsay in the Offensive Rookie of the Year conversation? Because he's been one of the best rookies in the league the first two weeks. He's in the conversation it, right now. The so best. if he remains at this pace, yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. The durability, though. Can he keep this up when it gets cold out, or is this a product of playing at home and By the way, weather? I have dubbed him. I've given him a nickname because you can't make up your own nickname. You can only get one from somebody else. I've given it to him. The Mile High Missile. Not sure I'm liking that. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, wait. Where'd you come up with this? I have no idea. I just, when I saw him on that 53 yard scamper, he gets the ball, goes up the line of scrimmage, just right up the gut and gets to the outside like a missile, the mile high missile. You got something better? Go ahead. The other thing though, I thought of watching him yesterday and watching Tim Patrick make plays. It just reminded me what a bunch of nonsense training camp is. Bryce Freeman. Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton did his best DT imitation yesterday. How many balls did that guy drop? Man, he's been underwhelming for two games. Tim Patrick, who, when we were all down there, we said, hey, this is a receiver that is shining. Why is anybody talking about him? He made more plays than Cortland Sutton did yesterday. He's made more, more plays than Cortland Sutton has this year so far. And Philip Lindsay has been a heck of a lot more effective than Royce Freeman. Do you remember a game where there were more catches debated with replay? In that game? Oh, it's the NFL anymore. Everything's I mean, got to be a committee meeting and a Zapruder film, and it just gets tiresome. Make the, a call and move on. The Keenum to Patrick would be touchdown in the third quarter. Here's what I've written down. Is it a touchdown catch? Did he survive the ground? Did he take two steps? Did he establish himself as a runner? Did he stay in a motel late? No is the answer to all of them. They did not give him the catch because he did not possess the ball throughout the completion of the catch. Yes. Here we go again. And then it happened again with DT. And then it happened again later in the There are three plays that were widely debatable that had to go to replay to see if they made a catch. Well, and it happened with Sutton when the guy called, the official called him out of bounds. It was like, what is this official looking at? That was a great catch, by the way, by Sutton, because he had to go over Conley to catch it. But they're saying that the foot touched the white? It's like, no, it yeah, didn't. whatever. Yeah. The foot slid. 
It touched the white, but it slid. But he got the toe down first. Man. Yeah. I don't get it. I, I don't know. I, have they fixed anything when it comes to touchdown catches? No. It's the same thing. No. And replay doesn't help it either. It doesn't. It actually makes it worse because it's more infuriating to have a replay and still not have any more closure. Just go with the call on the field and everybody can move on. When we come back, we'll touch on the rest of the league, the NFL. A couple upsets again yesterday. It's not good to be a kicker these days when you're missing kicks. My God, how'd you like to be that kicker in Cleveland right now? The Browns have a good chance to be 2-0 and right now. They should be 2-0 right now. They should be 2-0. They should be 2-0. With the Steelers and the Saints to start wow. their year. And they're own too because of their kicker. That plus a little oh, look one at one. They didn't uh, get a tie. Yeah, whatever. Tie. There's another tie. Vikings and Packers tie. I don't even qualify ties. I don't want to talk about ties. They don't exist. You should never tie in the National Football League. Now you're going to get a tie every week because of the shorter overtime. Whatever. You got FM right here. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Tell a few friends, would you? NHL defending Western Conference champion Las Vegas Golden Knights come into the Pepsi Center to face your Colorado Avalanche to open the preseason. It's a new Avalanche season. Here they come, baby! With Connor McGahee as your new Avalanche radio voice. It is a childhood dream for me because I love hockey, and so for me to be here right now is is truly amazing. On Denver's new FM sports station for Colorado Avalanche hockey, Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. So, if I win lucky for life, I'll win $1,000 a day. Yes. Every day. Yes. For life. Yes. Even holidays. Yes. Sick days. Yes. Vacation days. Yes. <gasps> National Donut yes. Day. 365 days a year. Yes. What about the extra day on leap year? Yes, that day too. So it really is $1,000 a day every day for life? Yes, that's why it's called Lucky for Life. Wow. Wow's right. Anything else I should know? Play Lucky for Life every Monday and Thursday. Must be 18 to buy. Prices equal 50% of sales. Overall odds of winning 1 in 8. Odds of winning jackpot prize 1 in 31 million. See ColoradoLottery.com. Attention all Class A CDL drivers. The Transportation Department at Safeway is excited to announce a new pay increase and we want you to join our team. How would you like to start out making 20 $5.56 per hour the first day on the job with a potential $12,500 bonus. Plus, you'll get to go home at the end of every shift. In order to be considered for this position, you'll need documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry. And, of course, you must have a Class A CDL. We're looking for drivers with at least two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment, and you must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company and a place you can retire from. We are scheduling interviews and only have a limited number of driver positions open. Apply today by logging on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Please complete the online job application and we'll be in touch to schedule next steps. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. Join your Colorado Avalanche at Pepsi Center on September 29th at 11 a.m. for a free interactive practice with the team and a Q&A with Coach Bednar. RSVP for a chance to win prizes at the Fan Fest. Many people with debt that they can't pay get frozen in inaction. They don't know what to do. But the reality is, is that that's actually the worst thing you can do, is to not pursue debt relief. And the reason is, is that the sooner you pursue debt relief, the sooner you can start to rebuild your credit. Many people think that bankruptcy is terrible for your credit. But if the alternative is having debts that are unpaid, that is much, much worse. Our commitment to customer service is based on what we are. At Wink & Wink, we're a small family business. We're here to hold your hand throughout the entire process and make sure all your questions are answered. 
Mike and I truly care about our clients, and we treat them like part of our family. A bad break can happen to anyone, and we're all worthy of a second chance and restoring hope for our future. If you're struggling with debt of any kind, give us a call. We'll set a free consultation for you, and we'll get you answers, and we'll get you relief. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. Jokic for three. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUMP. If you're looking in the mirror and seeing wrinkles you want to erase... Come get Botox for just $10 a unit at Ideal Image, the advanced med spa. Say goodbye to wrinkles and hello to a younger-looking you. Ideal Image is the nation's number one med spa and the national leader in Botox. And now we're offering Botox for $10 a unit, delivered by our highly trained medical professionals. So start and save today. To find a center near you, go to IdealImage.com. That's IdealImage.com. Your Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 traffic update. A stall reported on the Boulder Turnpike. Left lane, it is westbound approaching Sheridan. Watch for activity there. Traffic is brought to you by Dell. You're looking at a slow drive on eastbound I-70 right at this point between Wadsworth and Federal. During Dell's annual sale, Dell Small Business is offering up to 40% off select PCs with Intel Core processors. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with a small business technology advisor today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude Sports Radio. 92.5. From the Altitude Sports Radio Studios in Denver, Colorado, you're listening to Vic Lombardi, now on FM, on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. You know, obviously, that's going to be uh, what everybody says is the kicks. Obviously, I mean, we make a kick here and make the kick in overtime. I mean, before having a chance maybe to get to overtime, uh, it will be feeling differently, but we didn't. You know, so again, he missed him. He's got work to do. he got to get better. That's Hugh Jackson after his kicker just gagged in New Orleans yesterday. Man, that kid, he, you could tell. He he was not going to make anything, let alone an extra point. He was like me on the tee box trying to hit my driver. He had a case of the yips, bro. Like, I have no idea where this is going to go. I just know it's not going to go straight. He had a major case of the yips in that game. Cost his team... A would-be victory in New Orleans. Well, and it cost himself a job. Yes. Cause he's gonna be gonzo today. Ain't no way. Nope. Can't bring that kid back. Alright, it's time for big news right now. You know, we got a lot of time. You know, we got uh, two minutes left. You know, and with our kicker, you know, we're in a great, we're in great shape. Cause all we need is a field goal. So we had a lot of time. Just, just being smart with the football. Uh, taking what they give us. You know, and uh, you know, just, just being ready for the situation at hand. Six seconds. The Broncos led for all of six seconds yesterday, the equivalent of a walk-off home run. They get the ball back, one final drive, they get into field goal position, and Brandon McManus, speaking of kickers, I'd like to have, how, how would the Browns like to have a McManus on their roster right now? They'd be 2-0. and They would be 2-0, and and that is an invaluable player on the uh, on the Broncos roster. You always overlook the kicker until he uh, comes back and bites you in the old butt. We again saw the good and bad Case Keenum. A couple decisions early in the game, followed by just confidence. There's no other way to describe what a quarterback does 
late in the game than confidence. He played with the confidence, and it rubbed off on his teammates. That's how you move the ball. They had it first and 20 after the hold. First and 20, backed up to their own 10, and they get down the field. That's confidence of a quarterback. Uh, that drive was big. That drive was impressive. It doesn't negate all of the things that should be a concern, and you don't want to start doing victory laps like you did last year. But that was a big moment, and that was something we haven't seen in this town in two-plus years. Well, coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll look at all the undefeated teams, and we'll do what's real and what's fake. Next. Antonio, overall, you know, hung in there. I thought that, uh, you know, to your point about the curveball, I thought that was the best we've seen in a while. Uh, had good action to it, kept it down for the most part. Uh, you know, but pitched with a, you know, sort of a fastball curveball and then mixing some changeup. Bud Black, compliments of Rockies.com, talking about Antonio Senzatella, who pitches five strong innings in San Francisco yesterday, only gives up one run. But it's what he did with the bat that counts, because he drove in two of the Rockies' three hits. A single with the bases juiced. The Rockies go on to beat the Giants 3-2. Senza, didn't expect that, did you? They get big boost from Senzatella when they needed it most. Chiefs offensive line, the tackles turning their inside ear to Mahomes to try to get the right protection call. Mahomes swing left sideline, passes caught Tyreek Hill, touchdown! Kansas City on a streak pattern up the left sideline! And that's from Kansas City Radio, Patrick Mahomes, six touchdowns, six of them. It was on these airwaves, back in the old days when we were on the AM dial, Altitude 950. By the way, we are simulcasting this week, both on 92.5 and 950. But it was on these airwaves one year ago when Aqib Tlaib came on this show and said what about Patrick Mahomes? It's going to be a problem. Yeah, that kid's a player. He said also Alex Smith's a free agent because of Patrick Mahomes. See you later. Alex Smith is playing elsewhere, and uh, Patrick Mahomes has 10 touchdown passes in his first two games. I mean, I guess he started against the Broncos last year, but really his first two starts and it was, uh, in Kansas City. It's the most in NFL history. Yeah. Now, people were tweeting that yesterday, and I said, well, Peyton had to have had 10 the year he threw seven. Yeah, against Baltimore. No, he only threw two against the Giants the next week. He had nine, so, so Mahomes broke Manning's record. Listen to this number. Patrick Mahomes currently averaging a touchdown pass for every 5.5 Pass attempts this season. He's thrown 10 touchdown passes. The Chiefs have yet to play a home game. And I know here's what I keep hearing from people. Wow, the Chiefs defense. The Chiefs defense. I don't care. You don't need defense if you put up 42, 45 a game. Who cares? Yeah, that offense is scary. Andy Reid has them just uh rolling uh and keeping opposing defenses off balance. The, the way they can come at them with so many different weapons, they're a, uh, they're a scary bunch. Damn, Mahomes is good. This is going to be a long shot for Zane Gonzalez. They're going to put the ball down at the 42-yard line. 52-yard field goal attempt. He's missed two. He's made one, and he's missed an extra point. 21-18, New Orleans snap is back. Ball is down. He's into it. End over end. The kick is no good. Uh, He had no chance after missing the extra point. That's from Browns Radio. That kid goes down. When uh, Terod Taylor leads him down the field to tie the game in New Orleans, it's 18 apiece. Make the extra point and you have the lead. And now you put a little scare in New Orleans. He misses that extra point. At that point, you knew. You just knew. Yeah, it just was not their day. 
Uh, that is about as bad of a miss as you can have, too. Not the 52-yarder. That one, that, that's you, knew, tough. you knew he was missing that up for missing the extra point. But the extra point when you have to go ahead is just a killer. Just a killer. Carlson! He missed it again, and he missed it right. And for the third time in the history of the border battle, that is the end of the game. We have a tie. Daniel Carlson missed three field goals today. That's the way it should sound when a game ends in a tie. That's yeah. from uh, Vikings Radio. We have a tie. Yeah. I mean, how do you get excited about a tie? I mean, how do you how do you broadcast a tie? And the game ends in a tie. Mike Zimmer seemed happy after the game. Aaron Rodgers did not. Uh, yeah, a tie stinks. This whole change that the NFL made to go to a 10-minute overtime. No capiche. It makes no sense. There's so few overtime games. This is their big solution for safety. I was going to say, that the whole reason for that was, well, we want to limit safety, so let's take five minutes off the board. That is so silly, dumb. And we've already had two ties in two weeks. Now, HW made a point during a break, and he's 100% right. If you had competent kickers in either game, you don't have ties, but... We do have two ties for the fir- in the first two weeks for the first time since the 1970s. Daniel Carlson missed three field goals in that game. That's not that's not good. That's not good football. Do you think they want Blair Walsh back? Who was the Vikings kicker that missed that kick that cost him a shot at the Super Bowl the year the Broncos won it against Atlanta? Anderson. Gary Anderson. Remember that he had not missed a kick all, all year. year. They he was perfect. Have been tormented by kickers because you mentioned Blair Wall. She missed the chip shot against to beat Seattle, the, the Seahawks in the playoffs. They long for the days of Donald Iguobuike. I just remember Gary Anderson because he had that really fat face in the small helmet. He definitely did. You he know what I'm saying? Bit, he had a little bit of Plunkett going. He, I mean, that really yeah. ultra large face that like, just like just stuck out of the helmet. Squeeze it, in. squeeze it on. I got like two more because DJ needs his stuff back. <laughs> Wait a minute, you mean I, borrow, I borrowed your stuff. Sorry. Yeah, I borrowed your stuff. Sorry, Deshaun. Right. What, what, what is yours? Is any of that yours or is the that? The chest there is mine. <laughs> that there is Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tampa Bay quarterback, dressed as Connor McGregor after the game. Somebody showed me a photo in the Broncos press box yesterday and said, Who's this? I swear to God, first glance, I said, Well, that's a youth FC guy. That's Connor McGregor. Yeah. No, it's not. That is Ryan Fitzpatrick. He looked exactly like him. He kind of pulled it off. He looked exactly like him. Right? Like, I would have not thought Ryan Fitzpatrick was, you know, particularly cool or hip. I thought he pulled it off pretty good. So, if you're a Tampa Bay fan right now, what do you do when Jameis Winston returns and Fitzpatrick keeps winning? Do you dare stay with Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback, or do you make the change back? You don't make the change. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, if not for Patrick Mahomes, has had the best start to the season. If they if they beat Pittsburgh this week and go to three and zero, it's his job until uh, the thing goes off the rails. Finally, the craziest story of the weekend: Chargers beat the Bills. Nobody really was surprised by that. Halftime of that game, Bills defensive back Vontae Davis, who's a pretty big name. At yep. one point, Vontae Davis was considered one of the best DBs in football, one of the best corners in football back when he was playing for the Colts. Vontae Davis, at halftime of that game, left the locker room never to return. He retired at halftime. Seen anything like that? You never have seen it ever. Pop Warner, high school, college, pros, never heard of it, never seen it. And it's just 
completely disrespectful when to her, uh, his teammates. Did he say anything to you? Did, did, did he, he say anybody to He didn't say nothing to nobody. He left? When did yeah, he you know as much as I know. I know I found out going in the second half of the game. Uh, coming out, said he said he's not coming out, he retired. That is his teammate, or erstwhile teammate, Lorenzo Alexander. The, uh, this is odder, but the only thing I could think of, and, and Vic, you probably remember this. Do you recall Eddie Kennison? Yes, he left. Retiring on the Saturday night before a home game against the Chargers. Just left. So the game plan was in place. He was a big part of the game plan. They were at the team hotel. Even though it was a home game, they get together. They stayed in a hotel in the Shanahan years. And he retired the night before the game. And then reemerges later that season with his old team. With Kansas City. Yes. And he he tormented the Broncos for three or four years after that. Seemed like Eddie Kennison would have five touchdowns in a year. Four of them would be against the Broncos. That was the only thing I could think of that was even close. But retiring at halftime? Well, do you remember the scene in Hard Knocks, the famous scene with Vontae Davis when he got traded from the Dolphins to the Colts? And he said, well, i got to call my grandma. (laughs) They're like, well, let's talk about the trade first. He said, no, i got to call grandma. So I wonder if he called grandma and then retired. So So millennial of him, isn't it? Yeah. Just to take off. There was that one show I almost retired midway through. (laughs) I remember it well. 802, you got the Vic Lombardi Show on FM. It's Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. KKSC Parker, KKSC FM HD1 Bloomfield. Your Colorado Avalanche. Your Denver Nuggets. Your Denver Sports Talk on FM. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Looks like the Broncos are going man-to-man across the board. On the slant, to midfield and no further. Martavis Bryant made the catch, but he was hit immediately by Bradley Roby. Thank you to CBS for that call. The Broncos made the necessary stops late in the game. Completely different outlook from what we saw in the first half when Dave or Derek Carr, he was called David Carr by uh, Coach Joseph as well. He just had his he had his day. He could do whatever he pleased. It seemed at times in that game. It was two seconds throw, two second throw, second and a half throw. You knew what the Raiders were doing, and give John Gruden credit for that. That offense was in just fast mode. Yeah, and he was fun to watch in person because he gets rid of the ball so quick, and then he just can sling it, right? Like, he'll just be looking left, and then all of a sudden see somebody to the right, and boom, boom, it's out, and it's 25 yards down the field on a rope. Like, that kid, that guy is special. Well, it just felt like a quarterback who was in total control of his offense, right? Just a puppeteer out there, knew exactly where mm-hmm. to go with the ball, when to go with the ball, until late in the game when the Broncos made some adjustments. They made adjustments on the offensive side and the defensive side, and that's how you end up 2-0. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Also simulcasting this week, for those of you who are going to take a little some time to make the move over, we're still on Altitude 950 for this week. This week only. Yes. Next week, it's strictly FM. Those are the people that are an hour late to church after daylight savings. And if you're looking for your country music this morning... You can find it on 106.7 The Bull, by the way. Had a couple texters wondering when Marilette was going to break into some of that Jim Bob or one of those country singers. I got a little Jason Aldean I'm going to sing in the 9 o'clock hour. Trying to think, how many country singers could I name? Jim Bob? You could definitely name 10. Garth Brooks? Yes. Kenny Chesney? 
Okay. Jason Aldean. He just said that. Just said that. That's a real good one. The fact that you had to struggle with it. Hold on a second. Wasn't Taylor Swift country before she went? She was. That counts. That counts. Oh, that, that girl from Canada. Shania. Shania Twain? Yes. It's going back in the archives a bit, but okay. Dolly Parton? Fine. That's six. Uh, Johnny Cash? Seven. Tim McGraw? Eight. Oh, we gotta get to ten, HW. Come on. We gotta get to ten. Um, Lawrence Welk? It is Bubble Machine. No, no hold on. Welk. Two more. Two more. Let me get. There's this. only on. one oh, person Lin- on this show other than you who knows who Lawrence Welk is. Linda Ronstadt. Nope. I'm not giving you her for country. No. No. She was pop. All right. Give me just. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not talking sports till I get to ten. I got to get two more. You know, if you watch the documentary on Netflix, like a three-hour documentary mm-hmm. on the Eagles, which is really, really good. Linda Ronstadt plays an interesting role in their history. Two more. Blake Shelton. Yes, there's nine. That's good. He's who's on that. that who's uh, that one guy that was show? Who's the one guy that played the father in The Blind Side? He's a country. That guy. was Tim McGraw. He already said him. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah that guy's. Ever- who's the bald guy that shows yes. up at football camps all the time and thinks he's a football player? He's like my size. He's a small bald guy and he says, "Here I am. I play That's football." Kenny Chesney. Will already said him. Oh, you did? There was one that made an appearance on Hard Knocks, though. If you just get him, you're in. Jim. Jim Bob. No. Jim Bob Jeffcoat. Nope. Brad Paisley. There you go. All right, good. We're done. Googled. Thank God. Yeah, I know. He had to use a Googleator. All right, fine. Whatever. I was trying to keep things moving. All right, fine. All right, uh, of the NFL teams that are 2-0, let's take a look at the standings. All right, let's play what's real, what's fake right now. Which of these teams can you say, okay. This is going to be a season. Or which of these teams is sort of faking it right now? Let's take a look. Start with the Broncos. Broncos are 2-0. and They lead the division right now. Is this real? I, I And this is going to sound weird. Coming from you? Considering how they won their first two games last mm-hmm. year, I think they're much more real this year at 2-0 than they were last year. A 20-19 to yeah. win versus 42-17 to in it, week two. Is it how they won? Or is it, what is it? What, what's changed? Cause last year, remember, they won on a last second blocked kick to yeah. beat San Diego. Yeah. Well, it's the personnel. It's the quarterback. It's the quarterback. And it's a rookie class that actually is going to contribute. It's the quarterback. I, 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 to me, that's the major difference. And look, I, I'm not clearing a spot on the facade for four Case Keenum somewhere up there next to Elam and Lynch, but it, it, he's the, he's the difference. They lose that game last year. And, and I'm sitting in the stands and I, I said, I want to see the Broncos because they were down 19-10. I want to see them with the ball in their hands under two minutes left with the chance to go win the game. I want to see what Case sure. Keenum does when he faces that test. Not only did it happen, he got a penalty on the first play and had first and 20 from his own 10. If you can get out of that situation, and go get the game-winning field goal. Now, he, they were playing 11 on 10 because Bruce Irvin decided he's just not going to play football. By the way, I, I I missed the Bruce Irvin unsportsmanlike from the press box. What did he do? He was just arguing with the ref, so which it, is kind of a ticky call. That's it? It was the that's equivalent it. of a technical foul that's in the it. NBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah it he, was a bad call. He gets thrown for that. Well, he got a penalty for that. Well, he, was he clearly the, used some colorful language. There had to have been something okay. that crossed He was the on the field on the last drive, though, jogging. I mean, he was going through the motions. But that that... What we saw from Case Keenum, and look, this Bronco team has some issues. Yeah. But what we saw from Case Keenum and what we saw from Vance Joseph and his coaching staff in terms of just having a freaking clue this year as to what the game situation is leads me to lean toward real mm-hmm. and not fake when it comes well, to the 2-0 Broncos. You, you just said something, and I raised this point with Ryan Harris uh, yesterday at the, when we were watching the game. 
And you saw what the Broncos did in the fourth quarter when they went tempo, especially in the two-minute drill, right? Mm-hmm. They went tempo, mm-hmm. and Bruce Irvin couldn't breathe. And a lot of Raider guys couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. And I turned over to Ryan and I said, why don't they go tempo all the damn time? Well, they also have a, the Broncos have a defense that needs some rest or they Why won't be able to breathe. Why don't they go tempo? And he said, cause those three and outs come real fast. Exactly. That's exactly right. Cause they come real fast we, if it doesn't work. We saw some of that during the, yes. the Peyton Manning era. Those, yes. those go quick and all he, of a sudden Vaughn has to take the yeah. oxygen mask off. Yeah. And he's on the field. But, uh, if playing the fake real game when it comes to the Broncos, mm-hmm. I'm going to lean toward real. Okay. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are 2-0. Oh. Fake. Why? I I just don't buy that team. I mean, they beat the Jets. Who they play in Week One? The Titans. I mean, I'm just not. I'm not buying. The that. Cincinnati Bengals are two and zero. Oh. I think they're real. I do too. I do too. I think I, they're real. I, I think they're playing with. I, I and you know, and you can say what you want about the Bengals. They still can't win in the playoffs. I was gonna say how real we can watch them lose a wild card game. Real enough to win that division. Real enough to win the AFC North. They, uh, and it wound up being closer than the game really was. They handled a decent Ravens team. Broncos are going to see this week. That Ravens team's not all that bad. Uh, I think this Bengals team's legit. Jacksonville Jaguars, 2-0. They just beat the Patriots. Are they real? Yes. Arguably the best team in the league. Yeah, clearly real in the favorites early to, uh, represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Without Fournette? It, Blake Bortles was great yesterday. Did Calais Campbell play in that game? Or was he out? I was at the Broncos game, so I didn't get to see. I don't. Th- I don't. That. I don't know if he played. What? Regardless, the fact that they can handle the Patriots and they're not afraid of the Patriots. Even Gronk. I think Gronk only had two catches in that game. He said defensively, they shut him down. He admitted as much. He had the Jaguars credit two and zero oh and real. Say what you will about Jalen Ramsey, he gives that team a swagger. He's their Akib Talib. The Kansas City Chiefs, behind a record-setting second-year quarterback who has thrown ten touchdown passes in the first two weeks. Are the Chiefs real? Yes, but late in the year, I would actually buy this Broncos team more than I would this Why? Chiefs team. Because the Broncos can play defense. And in December, you're going to have to play defense. Because mm-hmm. in December, your quarterback's not going to throw 10 touchdowns in two games. We saw that in the Peyton Manning era. At some point, you have to be able to play a little bit of defense. I don't think the Broncos' defense is what it was three years ago, but it's a heck of a lot better than what the Chiefs trot out there on a weekly basis. Tampa Bay behind Connor McGregor slash Ryan Fitzpatrick 2-0. Not buying it. I'm not. And look, I like the story. Mm. And they've got Pittsburgh this week in a Monday night game that actually will be pretty interesting. Um, as the Steelers try to avoid 0-2-1. I just am not buying it. The LA Rams shellack the Cardinals. Best team in the NFC. Right now it's it's Jacksonville versus LA in the Super Bowl. And I'm not even going to consider the 1-0-1 teams because I'm just not going to consider ties. If you tie, you don't belong in my book. Green Bay is legit. They have I don't like ties. Maybe the best quarterback in the league. Aaron Rodgers is I, I don't amazing. care. He tied. And Minnesota. Nope. I don't know. He tied. They I tied. I don't know. Ties don't work. Not in my world, they don't. Tie in a football game? You know why the NFL is the best? College figured it out. You want to know why the NFL is the best team in the, or best league in America? Listen to these undefeated, some of these undefeated teams and where they were a couple of years ago. And it's, because everybody has hope. It's Tampa Bay, it's Cincinnati, mm-hmm. it's Jacksonville, yeah. it's Miami, it's Miami, it's the Rams. How bad yeah. were the Rams two years ago yeah. with Jeff Fisher? They had the the a high enough pick to get Goff. They had the second pick in the draft. Talk to me in December. Let's see where they are in December. Things change. The Rams? Hard. No, I'm talking about the rest of the league. Oh, you know, yeah. Patriots, that I'm with you. Patriots are going to be there in December. But it's September yeah. 17th, and these cities, these yeah. teams have hope. It's why the league works. 
You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's FM Radio, Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. Fake, 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 fake. NHL preseason is here. All week, we're giving away a pair of tickets four times a day to the Avalanche Stars game September 26th at the Pepsi Center. Listen weekdays 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. for your chance to win from your new FM station for the Colorado Avalanche. Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018 starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guest Jim Blossoms. And Tommy Tutone. This Saturday night, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all altitude ticket outlets. We're all experts when it comes to the safety of those we love. But shouldn't that go for electrical safety as well? As your Touchstone Energy Cooperative, we're here to teach you and your family how to stay on the safe side. That's why we've developed our electrical safety checklist so you can bring electrical safety best practices to your home. Learn more about the power of your co-op membership at TogetherWeSave.com. Sponsored by Colorado's Touchstone Energy Cooperatives, Tri-State, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. You still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but I'm never home, and it's getting old with me and my family. How long are you gone? At least two to three weeks at a time. Huh. You know, my brother drives for Safeway, and they're looking for a few drivers. How's he like it? Well, he really seems to be happier than he was at his last driving job. Do you happen to know what their requirements are or what they pay? Well, I know that you're over 21 and have a Class A CDL. Yes, sir. And I bet you have at least two years of all-season and mountain driving experience. That I do. My brother doesn't do long hauls, and he's back home at the end of his shift. He says he's going to retire working for Safeway. Sounds great. He also told me the new starting pay is twenty-five fifty-six an hour, with a potential bonus of up to $12,500. Plus, they offer a great benefits package. Wow. Uh, can we call your brother so I can apply? No need. Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com and fill out the application. Hang on. I'm pulling up their website on my phone. Did you say SafewayDenverDC.com? Yep, that's it. Thanks, man. My family will be so happy if I get this job. It may seem a little early, but trust us, you'll want to get in on this deal. At Plumline Services, we offer a comprehensive furnace tune-up for just $29. During this 22-point inspection, we ensure your furnace is running at maximum efficiency and will be safe and reliable for the season to come. If the summer heat was any clue on how intense the winter will be, we're in for some cold days. Don't get stuck without heat. Take advantage of our $29 furnace tune-up. Call today to schedule your appointment. Call 303-633-5583 or go to PlumlineServices.com. You're on the list for Macy's VIP sale. Find great savings on the brands you love and the looks you'll wear all season long. Plus, use your Macy's card or savings pass and save an extra 10 to 30%, even on designers that rarely go on sale. You'll even save an extra 15% on beauty purchases with your Macy's card or savings pass. Savings off regular and sale prices, exclusions apply. Macy's Star Rewards members can now start earning towards star money. Ask your store associate or get details at macy's.com slash star money. 
New <laughs> Vicks vapor cool drops. <laughs> oh, great. A sore throat keeping me from my extremely lucrative voiceover job talking about throat drops. Thanks, universe. <laughs> Might as well try these new Vicks vapor cool drops. Wow. These vapor cool drops are amazing. That's not candy dressed up like a throat drop. That's a super cooling vapor power rush. It's like. Yes, yes. I don't know where that's coming from, but yes. Vaporize sore throat pain with new Vicks vapor cool drops. Use as directed. Your Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 traffic update. A big closure right now coming in. U.S. 6 is closed both directions between U.S. 40 and Highway 119. So avoid that if that's normally on your route. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. There's an accident on I-70 right now at Monaco. Watch for delays. How'd you sleep last night? Not great. Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Elevated to FM. You're listening to Vic Lombardi on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. I almost called it the smooth. I was this close to calling it the smooth. It is Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Website, AltitudeSportsRadio.com. Twitter feed, Altitude SR. What does the SR stand for? Sports Radio. It's not senior. Altitude Senior. The hotline, if you want to call the show. And listen, we love taking calls. Remember a few weeks back when people just went bonkers over a certain topic? I made him mad about CSU. Yeah, that's right. By well, the we, way. We can, we can do that again. By the way. Well, let me give him the hotline. 303-504-0925. That's 504-0925. Go ahead. Now, I had hypothermia, so I'm not sure I remember this correctly from Friday morning show. Yes. Uh, but I believe the Colorado State Rams went into Gainesville to play the Florida Gators. Yes. As a 20 and a half point underdog. And the wager was? I would walk home if they lost, yeah. and you would bring me coffee if they didn't cover. I brought you Chick-fil-A. Does that they count? They lost by 38. Where's my coffee? I brought you the Chick-fil-A. Where's my coffee? Chick-fil-A counts as coffee. No. You, well, first of all. Yeah, you two, didn't bring it. Two problems with this. First of all, Chick-fil-A. I can't eat it. <laughs> Second of all. It's not my problem. You're a vegan, dude. Well, I didn't make a bet for, hey, Vic, can you bring me something I can look at longingly? <laughs> That's fun. And two. I didn't bring you it. You didn't bring it. <laughs> oh, my bad. Now, I'll, bring, I'll bring you a coffee. Can you give, maybe you just give Marty a couple bucks and <laughs> no, send him downstairs. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do what you guys do. <laughs> I'll get you coffee. They no, got you deserve beat it. by yeah. 38. I went to the CU game and uh, sat in the East Stands at Folsom. And there's nothing more beautiful than a, than a game in Folsom. But if you're sitting in the East Side of Folsom on a 95 degree day, that's about five minutes of tolerance, and that's it. Well, certainly when you're playing New Hampshire, yes, it adds. I, to I that. saw, I saw a touchdown, and I left. I, I just, I'm a wimp. That game was 35 nothing at halftime. Yeah, it was, it was not, which is exactly what you should yeah. do to New Hampshire. That's what you do to an F- FCS opponent. That actually showed me a little something. It showed me something too in New York, and, and I know people are going to look back and say, "Well, they're supposed to beat New Hampshire." Yeah, they're, they're supposed to do it exactly the way they did, and that's mm-hmm. saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Right now, the Bucs are the only undefeated team in the Pac-12 South. I I think this Buffs team is legit. Now, they get a bye this week, and then they have a Friday night game on September 28th, blackout night, 
up in Folsom against UCLA. How did they do against Fresno, by the way? Uh, they must have lost. Well, they had, they had lost to Oklahoma. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. No, they lost to Fresno 38 to 14. They're 0 and 3. UCLA's 0 and 3. Mm-hmm. They're bad. The Chip a- Kelly AS- era. And then the Ooh. week after that, they've got ASU, correct? CU does? Yes. ASU lost to San Diego State. So they, which they were undefeated. They were in the rankings up until that loss. Uh, but yes, then it's Arizona State here on October 6th. So that's a big two game stretch. Two very winnable games. You have to beat UCLA. Have to. They're terrible. Have to. Two games on your home field. You could be 5-0 and oh, heading into a stretch of at USC on October 13th. And, and SC is not that good this year. And then at Washington on October 20th. They're good. You have to split those games. The most likely win is at USC. If, now, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Yeah, Three games. Calm down. But that's 6-0 and oh, going into Washington. If they win... All three of those games, and they're six and zero going into mm-hmm. Washington. They're a top fifteen team heading into that game. They are, having beaten Nebraska on the road, which look they lost to yeah. Troy, but I they, they t- played I their backup quarterback. That. Yeah. So, but they beat Nebraska on the road. They will have beaten UCLA, Arizona State, and USC in three consecutive weeks to start conference play. They'll be a top fifteen team heading into Washington. So I tweet on Saturday when the Troy team. What is Troy's nickname? The Trojans? I'm gonna go to Trojans. I, I don't oh, know, but I'm Troy? guessing. That I like sounds their right. helmets, by the way. They're, they're actually helmets. not a terrible team. Oh, they're a really good team. I mean, they have some... I mean, think about time. it. They, they're, they're located in Alabama. They're in the heart of SEC country. They pick up all the scraps. They, they're a little bit of like last UCF. chance you. They're a lot That's like they UCF, are. though. Mm-hmm. They pick up the scraps. And those scraps are pretty darn good. They have the kids that uh, Alabama over-recruits and cuts loose. That's the kids who end up at Troy. They go into Nebraska and beat the Huskers. And not only just beat them, but the Huskers look undisciplined. Penalties galore. Special teams breakdowns. Say what you want. I tweeted this on Saturday. I said, I don't care. Maybe Nebraska's just not that good. And all I got was excuses. Well, thanks to CU taking out their quarterback. I don't care if your quarterback is the trombone player for the band. You're Nebraska. You're at home. You should be able to move the ball. You should be able to move the line of scrimmage. I don't care who your quarterback is. And I get it. They're playing with a walk-on. Don't matter. You should still win that game. Well, You're it's Nebraska. A, it's the first time they've started 0-2 since 1957. The first time they've started 0-2 with two straight home losses since 1947. And you know what? They should be thankful for a lightning storm because that Akron team beat a, a Big Ten team this week. If that Akron game hadn't got rained out, they might have been. they might be 0-3. And you're right. It's exactly what you were talking about. It's the same guy who got the penalty on McIntyre for the late hit to yeah. keep that undisciplined. Alive. Got another bad one. Undisciplined this week. team. They turned the ball over. They have ridiculous penalties. They spotted CU a 14 nothing lead. They spotted Troy a 17 nothing. And I don't lead. like the way Scott Frost after a game never credits the team that beat him. It's always yeah. oh well we made that. You know, dude, maybe maybe you're gonna take a little more time than you thought. Maybe Troy rolled into a place with 90,000 people screaming at him and played pretty good, and you should tip your cap. Yes. How about that? Once in a while. I mean, they're not and used to playing in front of 90,000. You know, the, the blame game, oh, CU's to blame, we're 0-2. Whatever, dude. You're Nebraska. Well, Recruit some quarterbacks. Keep them on the roster. And it, it was funny. I tweeted a photo of this when I was in Lincoln. The the, the popular T-shirt was Devaney, Osborne, a bunch of other guys Frost. Hmm. And it's funny, but he had never coached a game at Nebraska, and they're putting him in the same category as Bob Devaney, Tom Osborne, and I'm with you. Mike Riley 
burn that thing to the ground, it's not going to, you're not going to fix it overnight. Just because you're Scott Frost and you roll in here and you used to play quarterback here. It's more than just the men of corn. The Big Ten is awful. Wisconsin lost to BYU at home. Awful. Purdue lost to Mizzou in a shootout. Awful. They lost seven non-conference games yes. this week as a, as a And Ohio State had their hands full with TCU. It's not a good conference. It's not. I mean, Wisconsin's at the, is one of the two or three best teams. They're right there with Ohio State and Penn State, and they got beat. Am I wrong to be rooting for LSU, by the way? And I, I don't know why. Maybe because their head coach is a character from the Adam Sandler movie. Is he not? He totally that dude is. is. Is he not? He, I mean, that is. He's so perfect for LSU, though, right? Uh, is, is that that? If you're gonna pick a head coach to coach LSU, no, he's the guy. That guy, I can't understand what he's saying. Ed Ogeron, I don't know what he's saying. He's like, I can't understand what he says. Central casting. What? What are you saying? Like, what are you saying? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But they're they're good. They're legit. To have LSU back in the national fold, you know, you're playing real or fake with college teams. Notre Dame's three and zero. I don't think it's a real three and zero. They've had to struggle to win each game. Would you? What would you say about Colorado? Colorado, I think, is more real than Notre Dame at this point because they did what they were supposed to do. Okay. Notre Dame. I mean, you can't struggle like that against Vanderbilt. You just can't. No. Not at home. No. You, you can't. can't. You can't rely on a fourth down pass to knock it down and win that game. So that's our college football roundup. If you had one, you're lucky, man. You didn't have to walk walk home today. CSU. Uh, could not hang with Florida. And now the schedule eases up for CSU a bit. Now they get back to Illinois State and then back into the Mountain West schedule. That was a hell of a first four games for them, though. Okay, wow. fine, and I buy that. But at the end of the year, when they've clawed their way back to 6-6 six and six and they get to go to the New Mexico Bowl, please don't text us and tell us how they're going to a bowl game again. Look what they did when they played real teams. Look what they did. They were one and three, and they should have been zero and four. I mean, look, all all the credit to them for coming back against Arkansas, who, by the way, Arkansas is terrible. They lost to North Texas. Did you see that fake brilliant? Why you're punting from your own thirty-seven? I don't know, but but anyhow, what did he do? So it's a fake fair catch, the North Texas punt returner. How do you fake fair catch? What what are you doing? He didn't wave his hand. He just stood there like he had. Well, then why didn't somebody light him up? Because they were looking at him like. Should well, we light him up? A penalty. I would light him up. They didn't know. And so he just stood there and then he took off running. Light brilliant. his ass up! But they were, CSU was lucky to beat Arkansas. They should have come through the stretch 0-4. So again, when they go 6-2 and playing against, you know, Wyoming Teachers College, spare me the text. Hey, uh, do me a favor though, um, Jesse, for the next break. Find me some audio from the LSU coach. I, I just, every time I hear him talk, I, I just start belly laughing. This, if there's ever been a perfect coach for LSU, it's that Ed Orgeron. Is that it? Is that how you pronounce his yeah. name? Orgeron. Orgeron? Orgeron. He's brilliant. It's 828. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Coming up next, some Broncos talk. They're 2-0. Are they for real? We'll visit with the Athletics' Nikki Javala. Rundown says 832. God, right on the money. 832 on FM radio. We gotta be timely now, huh? Okay. We'll see you in a bit. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. The City of Aurora and Colorado State Bank and Trust present Pumpkin Chunkin', a competition and festival like no other. October 6th and 7th at Arapahoe Park Racetrack. Tickets at auroragov.org. Still looking for the one? Your perfect foundation match? 
Estee Lauder has it. Come to Macy's to experience double wear makeup in over 55 shades for all skin tones and undertones. It's Estee Lauder's most loved foundation. Oil-free, waterproof, perfectly matte. And long wear, too, with 24-hour staying power. Find your double wear at Macy's and Macy's.com. Plus, be sure to ask in-store for a deluxe sample in your ideal match. Estee Lauder Double Wear. Made in your shade. Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit. A match. Robert Half understands that. We know you need someone who can do the work. Someone who complements your culture. And, of course, you need that someone fast. When it all comes together, it makes for a perfect fit. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the matching experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com slash radio for more information. At Simple Truth, we're proud of what's in our food, like fresh-squeezed oranges, grass-fed beef for grilling, and crisp organic greens. It all tastes as good as it sounds. We're also proud of what's not in our food, like GMOs or high prices. Simple Truth, available exclusively at King Supers. It's the 10 for 10 sale. Mix and match family favorites and get 10 for just $10 with card. Find great deals throughout the store. Fresh food, low prices at King Supers. It's back. Now at King Supers, you can earn four times the fuel points on gift cards. Just download your digital coupon at kingsupers.com or on the app. Then head to King Supers and choose great gift cards like Xbox, Sephora, Outback Steakhouse, Kohl's, and more. Use them for all your shopping and earn four times the fuel points. Buy here, use there. Save at the pump with your coupon from kingsupers.com. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Fresh food. Low prices at King Supers. Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people for a reason. We champion people's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. You know how you sort of anticipate things this time of the year? Some of the best highlights of living in Colorado. The changing leaves, the cooler nights, lots of football, and this year, maybe even hometown playoff baseball. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza, where Ram Power Days has arrived, showcasing the most impressive Ram lineup ever. If you're ready, your new Ram is waiting at Johnson Auto Plaza. 1500 2500 or 3500 Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8. Take your pick. And that's only the start of the make at yours Ram choices, colors, equipment, state-of-the-art technology. With over 350 new Rams in stock, you will find what you're looking for at Johnson's. And each and every Ram is discounted for extra Ram Power Days savings. There's no better truck than Ram, and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, your truck headquarters, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Your Altitude Sports 
Radio 92.5 Traffic Update. Northbound I-25 is slowing from about Ridgegate Parkway. Slow and go stop and go all the way up through to Colorado Boulevard. This traffic report is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Now, southbound I-25 looking good through the Thornton North Glen area. No problems through downtown. A little sluggish making your way between Santa Fe and Colorado Boulevard. How'd you sleep last night? Not great. Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Text the show 30933 on the Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 now heating and air text line. Text 30933. I mean, anytime you have a, a you know game winning drive in the fourth quarter, it feels pretty awesome. You know, they're all special, and, and this is incredible. Starting my first two games here at Mile High, I mean, it's the wins like that. You know, when when you have some adversity going, you know, not playing well in the first you know first half to come out and, and play like we did in the second half and have the defense make the huge stops. We just kept fighting. We had a lot of fighters in that locker room. It's Case Keenum, courtesy of me. You're listening to uh, 92.5 Altitude Sports Radio. A uh, couple texts coming in. Hey, what's the deal? I'm still getting you on my AM radio dial. You are this week. For this week and this week only, we are simulcasting on Altitude 950 and Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Next week, we're FM all the way. We're just giving you a chance to, for those of you who are so used to going to the AM dial, just giving you a chance, a week head start, put it that way. By next Monday, we're fully FM, so get with the program. Let's go to the hotline and welcome in from The Athletic covering the Broncos. She covered the game yesterday. I found out that she shops at Target. Nikki Javala, how are you, Nikki? I'm great. How are you? Uh, by the way, a hidden gem. I don't know why you go Target. Marshall's is a place <laughs> where you get top-notch, fashionable clothes at a very low price. Are they paying you to say that? Uh, they Either may have. After I said it, they may have to. I'm telling you, Marshall's <laughs> is a hidden gem, Nikki. You gotta really? check it out. Yes. I'll check, I'll do it. Okay. I'm all for a discount. Uh, your story today, uh, in addition to a game recap, you, you talk about how, how the NFL missed on Philip Lindsay. How did 32 teams not draft this guy? I've asked that question for six months now, and I'll continue to ask it. I don't know how it happens and why, what answer did you get? I don't think there's a good one because, you know, it's not like this kid was, you know, at a division two school, he was lesser known. He set a slew of records at CU Boulder, which is in the Pac-12. He set uh, records at Denver South. He's been doing this his whole career. And you look at the Broncos especially, and they pass on them too. They, I mean, they signed them afterwards, but they're not excused from this. They pass on them too in the draft. And this is after they expanded their draft class to 10 players. Remember, they made those trades yeah. on day three, and they went from eight guys to 10. So they had two other chances to try to get them. Um, but they pass on them, and they – L.A., Vance Joseph, Kubiak, Matt Russell, they were all there at his pro day. Um, Vance Joseph is a CU buff. Matt Russell is a CU buff. I mean, this kid was in their backyard, essentially. Um, and, you know, and I realize that hindsight is always twenty twenty with all these stories, and there are a bunch of guys that have been passionate. Look at Chris Harris. He's another one. Um, this is not new in the NFL. Um, I, I do think it's kind of bizarre just because of, the impressive college career he had. I mean, it was just the numbers he put up are astounding. So is, is it simply because he's five foot seven and 185 pounds? Really? I mean, 
to me, it just exposes one of the glaring flaws of the pre-draft process. But you yeah, know, I, I don't know that. That's you know what change. though, Nikki, I visited with his parents yesterday after the game, and his dad made a great mm-hmm. point. His dad said the best thing to happen to Phil is not to get drafted because it's just mm-hmm. it, it wasn't meant mm-hmm. to be, and it, it just it's his makeup. It's who he is. He's setting NFL records already. What what is the record? The the first undrafted rookie to uh, have a combined 100 yards plus in the first two games of the season? 100, 100 scrimmage yards each in the first wow. two games. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. It really is. Yep. Okay, how do you explain uh, the the goal in the first half without targeting Emmanuel Sanders? Not one target for Emmanuel in the first half, yeah. and then they come out looking for Emmanuel in the second, and voila, the offense starts to work. Yeah. I, I just think they couldn't get anything going in the first half. They had, what, three three-and-outs in the interception? I mean, they were on the field for, like, all of eight minutes. The defense was on the field for 21 minutes, and I think it was, it was like, 93 degrees at its hottest yeah. there. So they they just couldn't get anything going, and it's been like that for – actually, it's been like that since the preseason. You know, they start out really slow, and luckily they're able to bounce back, whereas, like, last year they would start out slow and just dig themselves deeper and deeper into a hole, and, you know, by the third quarter it was too late, but – you know they gotta they gotta fix their slow starts because it's I, I feel like it's gonna creep up on them um, as the season progresses as injuries pile up as you know guys are more nicked up I, I think it's become gonna become more of a problem and as Case Keenum you know he had that great fourth quarter drive um, but that interception was just brutal um, you know they were right in range there so and that's four interceptions in, in two games so he's got to fix that. Um, they've got a lot to clean up on offense. They've come away with wins. Um, you know, it's a, it's a bit of luck, but they've also, um, turned it on at the right time. Um, but they, they have a lot of talent on this roster too, so they should be able to fix it. You know, there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic, a lot of reasons for praise. I mean, I thought, uh, Billy Turner came in when Jared Valdeer left with a concussion and played very well at the tackle uh-huh. spot. Uh, but defensively, th- there's gotta be concern for that third corner because, uh, Tremaine yeah. Brock and Pac-Man, when they're in the game, Adam Jones, it just seems that they go right at him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to me, there was concern. Um, you know, I, it seemed like, I don't want to speak for him, but it seemed like Chris Harris was a little bit frustrated. Um, during that game, you could see him get pretty heated. I talked to him briefly afterward, and, you know, he, he's the number one corner on this team. He's, you know, I, I think most would agree he's the best slot corner in the game right now, period. Um, so why is he not shadowing the top receiver the entire game? And I, I think, I, you know, I, I want to ask Vance Joseph this this um, today, and I want to talk to Joe Woods later this week. And you know, why is this the case? And I, I think it's just he's indispensable. Um, Did, does he want to? Did he say to you that he wants to cover the top receiver? Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I said, you know, why? Why aren't you covering the the top right wide receiver? He's like, I've been asking that since OTAs. So um, yes, he absolutely wants to be a mashup. I remember, remember T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> yeah, all <laughs> the same thing. Like, yeah, but that was uh, a key to leave. You know, you're talking about a guy who's a potential Hall of Famer on the other side. There, I, I at the time, I could understand that. Right, but you know, this is he is a number one receiver, but he's so good inside they can't afford to move him outside, which speaks to the rest of the guys around them. When he had a key, there was a little bit more flexibility, especially with Roby, who provided a pretty seamless transition at that third corner spot. They don't have that anymore. I think, you know, the biggest the biggest loss is not necessarily um, 
Akeeb leaving and Roby taking that number two, it's a ripple effect. You yeah. know, what what happens to that number three spot? And we're seeing right now they haven't really filled it. There isn't that seamless transition. Tremaine Brock isn't the answer, it seems right now. Adam Jones doesn't look like he's completely comfortable out there. And that's, I mean, that was their bread and butter, that secondary. Yes, they have a great pass rush, but, it, it, you know, their secondary was it. Um, and, and if, you know, if they don't fix that, I think they're going to get, you know, gashed more and more. And I think they had, I, I kind of, the, the first half they had, they allowed seven plays of 13 yards or more, which is just unchar- uncharacteristic of this defense over the you know, past couple of years. All right, so. There are six minutes left in the game. The Broncos have it fourth and goal. They're down 19-10. Clearly a field goal will cut it to a one-score game. They go for it. They get it. Um, you can talk about controversy, whether or not Keenum's knee touched, whatever. They got it. They scored the touchdown. Uh, even on the broadcast, Bruce Arian said, you got to kick the field goal there. I, I disagree, and I'm with Vance Joseph, only because I think Vance made that choice to go for the touchdown yeah. because deep down, I'm not sure if he had full confidence in his defense at the time. I really, th- I think he needed yeah. to put points on the board because he didn't trust his defense late in the game. Now they proved trustworthy, but that's why he did it. I remember their um, their analytics guy, Mitch Tanny. He did a whole presentation on these scenarios to um, high school coaches. It was during the off season. It was about a hundred high school coaches, and they bought him in their um, their training facility. And he did a whole presentation on this. They do they do a ton of work during the week to break down these situations. So they don't go into it blind. They're not just guessing. They're not just like, oh, I feel, you know, a little bit more comfortable here. Let's do this. Like, Mitch Taney is in the headset, and I guarantee you he had a big say in, in what they did on, on that final play on fourth down. So um, I, I don't think it's something they just went gut feel. I think that's certainly part of it. You know, you, you know your players. You know what they're capable of. But uh, – fully believe there was a lot more behind the scenes on that play. And they, they knew what was at stake and the odds for, you know, either situation. Finally, Nikki, did you happen to see that um, nicely produced video, that really intricate video <laughs> that Marquette King laid <laughs> out just moments after the game featuring a Chucky doll and cash money? I, I don't know how – maybe you can do a better job describing the video because when I saw it, I was like, what am I looking at here? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess the Chucky doll with the money is, you know, for the Broncos. I guess it's representing the Broncos. Am I right on that? Yes, you and how? Yes, and he, they didn't want to pay him there, so whatever. Right. He's got a beef with Chucky. You leave your best friend for the enemy who's offering you money. Yeah. I mean, either way, I mean, I mean, that's that's kind of Marquette King. He's kind of quirky. We all know he's he's he. It, it still hurts him that the Raiders let him you go. You think? Nobody really. No, nobody really knows why they let him go. Just because he has a different personality, really? I mean, yeah. the Raiders are owed to. I mean, question some of some of their moves here. Um, so yeah, obviously it stings. He didn't really want to talk about this game ahead of time, and he gave he gave like a couple words to. Uh, I was <laughs> um, never seen anything but, like it before. I've seen guys go after coaches because they're not happy. I've never seen a full product produced video, yeah. but. That's the day and age we live in. Nikki, thanks for a few minutes this morning. Part two. That was part one. That well, was part two. Part two is going to come game. after the visit to Oakland. Better win that game or there won't be a part yeah. two. Trust me. It won't come out. Thanks. <laughs> take care. All right. Take care. Nikki Javala, heard right here on FM, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Coming up a little later, 
Rockies talk with Corey Sullivan. He works with AT&T Sportsnet. The Rockies are in first place. They emerged after three games in San Francisco in first place. That's all that matters. They're going to L.A. tonight for three crucial games in first place. Back with more on the Vic Lombardi Show. This is Altitude Sports Radio 92.5, your new FM station for your Colorado Avalanche, Denver Nuggets, and Colorado Rapids. If you're still listening on Altitude Sports Radio 950, reset your FM preset for Denver Sports Talk weekdays 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. on 92.5 FM. Starting next Monday, Altitude Sports Radio 950 becomes Denver's home for Fox Sports Radio with Dan Patrick, Clay Travis, and more. We are Altitude Sports Radio. Get all that? Of course you did. Hi, Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. We're working on several cars that owners brought to us to figure out the last few problems. Anyone who's owned a classic car knows exactly what I mean. Maybe it doesn't always start, or even worse, it won't get you home. We call it the last 5%. It's our specialty. We can sort those problems out, so all you have to worry about is getting behind the wheel and having fun. Learn more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. Are you embarrassed by your smile? Are you unable to eat the foods you love, afraid to laugh, afraid to live a normal life, even afraid to go out in public? Dr. Barrett's with Barrett's Dental here. I believe that you deserve a smile that you can be proud of so you can live your life the way you want, with the peace of mind that you can smile without embarrassment and that your mouth is healthy. At Barrett's Dental, we want to help you get your life back. I invite you to my office for a free consultation where you can find out for yourself if you are comfortable at Barrett's Dental. We offer total dental solutions, meaning we can handle all of your dental care in one convenient location without referring you all over town. If you feel safe at Barrett's Dental, it's the last place you'll need to visit to get the care you need. Is the condition of your mouth causing you to live a life of quiet desperation? Call me. I'll take great care of you. If you're looking for a safe place to take care of all your dental needs, call Barrett's Dental at 303-502-5523 or visit denverdentist.com. It's finally here. Mountain High Appliance is now open in Littleton. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. We've been Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years, and we just opened the doors to our brand-new state-of-the-art showroom in Littleton. Come visit us at the most amazing appliance showroom in Colorado, unlike anything you've ever seen. Hundreds of fully functional live appliances for a true try-before-you-buy experience. More than 65 brands to choose from, including Gen Air, KitchenAid, Samsung, Bosch, Gaggenall, Sub-Zero, and more. There's lots of places to shop for appliances, but only one place where you can test drive them. Whether you're building a new home, remodeling your current home, or just need to replace that old washer and dryer, Mountain High Appliance is here to help. Expert sales staff, highly trained delivery team, and the best selection. Visit us today and experience the difference. Open seven days a week, now in Littleton. Thank you. You're on the list for Macy's VIP sale. Find great savings on the brands you love and the looks you'll wear all season long. Plus, use your Macy's card or savings pass and save an extra 10 to 30%, even on designers that rarely go on sale. You'll even save an extra 15% on beauty purchases with your Macy's card or savings pass. Savings off regular and sale prices, exclusions apply. Macy's Star Rewards members can now start earning towards star money. Ask your store associate or get details at macy's.com slash star money. Oh, but I heard these guys live once. How was it? It was way more like that. This is awesome. 
Give them a concert experience they'll never forget. And save on the ticket. Buy two boxes of participating Big G cereals, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerios, or Lucky Charms, for a $10 Ticketmaster ticket cash code. Hey, how about tickets to the game Sunday? Seriously? Must be 13 years or older. Redeem Impact Code by 10-27-18. Exclusions apply. Visit Ticketmaster.com slash General Mills Cereal for full terms and conditions. If you're looking in the mirror and seeing wrinkles you want to erase, come get Botox for just $10 a unit at Ideal Image, the advanced med spa. Say goodbye to wrinkles and hello to a younger-looking you. Ideal Image is the nation's number one med spa and the national leader in Botox. And now we're offering Botox for $10 a unit, delivered by our highly trained medical professionals. So start and save today. To find a center near you, go to IdealImage.com. That's IdealImage.com. Your Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 traffic update. US 6 is closed this morning both directions between Highway 40 and Highway 119. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. You want to use I-70 as an alternate. Eastbound 112th Avenue is closed at Pecos due to an accident. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude Sports Radio. Radio 92.5. From the Altitude Sports Radio Studios in Denver, Colorado, you're listening to Vic Lombardi. Now on FM on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. This is in the air to center. Tagging up at third is Ionetta. And this is going to get a third run home. Chris will cruise the 90 feet. And now the Rockies have a 3-0 lead. Good job by DJ LeMahieu. LeMahieu uh, brings home one. Antonio Senzatella brings home two. Senzatella was the offense over the weekend. As the, Bron- the Rockies beat the Giants 3-2, they go 20 innings of scoreless baseball, finally find some offense uh, yesterday uh, to at least salvage one of three. It's enough to put them back in first place because the Cardinals finally did some good. What were the Cardinals doing? They lose three of four to the Dodgers at home. Just when you thought that series was going to go the other way, right? Well, and then they, I mean, not only did they lose, they lost one game 17 to four. Yasiel Puig was the best player in the history of baseball for a stretch of 24 hours there. It has set it up. Oh my God. And and I'm the guy on the show that doesn't like to look at this option, but it does set it up with the Rockies. Not only are a half game ahead of the Dodgers, they're also dead even for the second wild card. So with 13 days to go in the regular season, they have two different paths to the postseason, both of which are uh, right there for the taking. More with Corey Sullivan of AT&T Sportsnet coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour. I want to get to our Power 5 question of the day. And to set that up, you have to hear the story from yesterday. One of the crazier stories I've ever heard. In the middle of a game, at halftime of the Bills-Chargers game, a game in which the Bills would lose, Bills corner Vontae Davis, a former pro bowler. This guy was considered one of the best in the game when he played for the Colts. At halftime of the game, decides, I'm going to retire. Didn't, did not come out for the second half and left. Just flat out left again. Bizarre. Left, I, left the stadium. I don't recall a player, a coach, anyone retiring in the middle of a game and going home. I don't. That's weird. Now, he's a little sensitive. So that sensitivity obviously got the best of him. What did you find about Vontae Davis 
that we've seen before. Yeah, do you remember one of the more iconic hard knock scenes in 2012 when he's being traded from the Dolphins to the Colts? So this is six years ago, Vontae Davis yeah. on hard knocks. Mm-hmm. And who's talking to him here? This is Jeff Ireland, the GM of the Dolphins. When he gets traded to the Colts, listen to this. Okay, so the, the rumor is true. Okay, uh, we just traded you. Okay, and we traded you to the Indianapolis Colts. You okay? No, I'm gonna call my grandmother. You can call your grandmother. Won't won't we just do? Won't we do a little business first? Okay, before you call grandma. Okay. <laughs> you guys are mean. I man. feel bad. I, you guys are mean. I don't want to laugh. I don't want to laugh at that. Because if you watch the clip, there's a I know. Reason. I know. I don't want to laugh. I'm no, I'm trying. Jeff Ireland, one of the biggest jerks in NFL he history. Was. He was proven to be a jerk. Even has a little sensitivity and goes, are you all right? Because when you look at Vontae Davis in that clip, he looks like he's going to cry. Like, he looks devastated. And, you know, he got traded. It's not the end of the world, right? Going to the Colts, not that big of a deal. But you have to admit, it's not often that an NFL player looks at his GM and says, I've got to call my grandmother first. It's funny, but it also kind of tells you his state of mind, like... That's who he calls to figure out how to get through life is grandma, which is kind of sweet. Yeah, well, the same guy who needed to call his grandma retired yesterday at halftime. Do we have the sound from uh, the linebacker, his teammate? If you can drum that up, please, Jesse, because the Bills had no idea where he ended up. I mean, all of a sudden he's not there in the second half. I mean, Bills players are getting ready for a second half, and Vontae Davis is not on the field. Nowhere to be found. Well, that's the biggest thing is you just totally let your teammates down. Here's right? his here's his teammate Lorenzo Williams. Seen anything like that in your NFL? Never career. seen it ever. Pop Warner, high school, college, pros, never heard of it, never seen it. And it's just completely disrespectful when to that, his teammates. Did he say anything to you? Did, did, did he say anybody did? He say nothing to nobody. He left? When did yeah, he you know as much as I know. I know I found out going in the second half of the game. Uh, coming out, said he said he's not coming out. He retired. That's Lorenzo Alexander of the Buffalo Bills. Now, uh, since then, Vontae Davis, give him credit, did issue a statement. He wrote something up on social media, and uh, here's what he had to say about why he decided to up and retire at the halftime of a football game. He says, this is not how I pictured retiring from the NFL, but in my 10th season, I've been doing what my body has been programmed to do, get ready to play on game day. I've endured multiple surgeries and played through many different injuries throughout my career. And over the last few weeks, this was my latest physical challenge. Today on the field, it really hit me fast and hard. I shouldn't be out there anymore. That's a fine realization to have. I, I think you could probably do it another way. You might want to finish out the game. You might want to just tell your coaches, hey, I'm, I'm not good to go the rest of the game, stand on the sideline, and then, you know, sleep on it. Uh, again, one of the more unique, ridiculous. I mean, I'm not going to call it ridiculous because we 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 hammer players for playing too long, and I don't think we give them enough credit when they know it's time. Remember the linebacker from San Francisco, the kid who just up and retired three years into it. Yeah, can't remember his name. White the Wisconsin linebacker. kid. Yeah, white linebacker. Boylan, Boylan. Yeah, something like that. Played really well and said, nah, "I'm done. I don't want to get CTE." And some people looked at that and Borland. said, "What are you doing, Chris Borland?" Yeah, what do you what are you doing? It, it's his choice. Yeah, do whatever he pleases. So sometimes we are too hard on these guys. But in this case, it's just it's just out there. So our power five question of the day is pretty simple. In honor of Vontae Davis, who up and retired at halftime, who would you like to see retire? 
Hit us up on the text line 30933. Fellas, we've got a pair of tickets to see the Avs and Stars Wednesday, September 26th at the Pepsi Center. Preseason hockey is back. Avs and yeah. Stars will give you a pair. 30933, who should retire? I have a feeling Browns fans are uh, are voicing their retirement hopes for Zane Gonzalez today, their kicker, who absolutely vomited yesterday all over himself. I'd like to see Tom Osborne retire. I mean, that guy just mean? keeps... Popping up. He like, does pop up on the sidelines a lot. his job? He's always there. It's a little bit like Tom Brokaw. Mm-hmm. What is it with Tom's? Tom Brokaw retired, made a big to-do. Hey, I'm leaving. I'm turning it over to who's the guy who made up stories? Brian, Brian Williams. Williams. Turn it over to Brian Williams. And then he's on all the time. He's on their election coverage. He does his specials. Like, did you retire or didn't you retire, Tom? Like, what are we doing? So those are two for me. I think Lou Holtz should retire. Kind of had enough of that. What What's he talking about? He, he hasn't worked in like two years. Yeah, you still see him every once in a while pop up. He's, he's alive. He's a, he's allowed to be alive. <laughs> you just pop, want him to pop go up. away. I mean, this what, isn't what, who where you want like him to, to go. See die. I mean, that's I mean, terrible. You've taken the next level here. <laughs> you want to see retire. I mean, he's, he's not working. <laughs> well, I would say DT, but the two of you would be up in arms. Uh, DT did not have a good game yesterday. No, and his reaction after the big play by Tim Patrick was unacceptable. He's the best receiver in Broncos history, but that doesn't mean he's flawless, and that was bad. But to ask him to retire is a bit much. You know what was interesting, though? I I, I will say this about Bronco fans, and maybe it's because it's been two years of rough performances. Bronco fans today are much more inclined to boo than they were ten years ago. If something goes south, they're not wasting any time. Mm. Oh, dude, I was there in 1994 when they lost and they were wearing their throwback uniforms to the Raiders, 48-17, okay. and people were chucking stuff at the cheerleaders okay. and All Jeff right. Robinson's let me, let coming me over and getting into it with the fans. Let me rephrase that. It's been a while since Bronco fans have been this demonstrative at games. Halftime, they were booing the hell out of them when they yeah. walked off the field. Well, and they you got spoiled during okay. the Manning era, and then it, they had a – Honeymoon period. So here they are driving down the field with a chance to win the game against the Raiders yesterday. Mm-hmm. DT drops that pass. The crowd went ballistic. Yeah. They were booing DT vociferously. DT a very short leash with the fans when it comes they, to drops. I mean, I saw like veins out of popping out of necks in the crowd. Well, and you could tell it's getting to him. It's getting to him. I mean, he was hanging his head like a guy that was hoping he'd make the team. Versus the best receiver in franchise history. Some of the texts coming in are a Power 5 question of the day. Our text line has not changed, by the way. Our voices have. We hit puberty recently. It's the FM puberty dial. 30933 is our text number. 30933. Some of the texts coming in. Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, says Jayhawk. I'd like to see him retire before the Broncos get torched. Yeah. Not a bad thought. Uh John Gruden, according to a couple. Uh, you're getting a lot of votes, Manchester. That's not surprising. Uh, Joe Buck has one. I like, I like Joe, Joe Buck. So do I. I like Joe. See anything wrong with Joe? Dick Stockton could maybe hang it up. Nash says, I'd love to see Jerry Jones retire. Yeah, I'm pretty tired of Jerry and Steven and that whole crew. You know, they were up at uh, the CSU game last week to watch CSU Arkansas. Well, the big Arkansas fan. Yeah. Well, uh, Steven's son is a quarterback on the Arkansas roster. It's not a very good roster. Uh, I want to see Scott Oberg. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm kind of with him. Oberg has been brilliant. Nope. He gave up one run yesterday. Oberg's been great this for the last two This is a guy like months. me who doesn't forget. Doesn't forget. You guys are crazy. Would you, would you trust Scott Oberg 
on September 30th with the Guys game on the crazy. line? Would you trust him? Scott Oberg's been one of the better relievers on this Fine. staff, on this pen. They have to win in the last game of the regular season. They're up 3-2 in the ninth, and everybody else is gassed, and it's Oberg coming in from the pen. How are you feeling? I'm better than I would in a lot I'm, of other. I'm going to go ahead and beat traffic because I know how that's turning out. Uh, there's a couple votes here, a lot of votes for Mahomes. Sorry, Mahomes ain't going anywhere. Mahomes is a baller. Now, you're right. Kansas City's 2-0, two wins on the road. They can score in bunches. Can they, can they stop anybody? Can they play any lick of defense? And will it cost them down the stretch? It's 9 o'clock. It's the top of the hour. It's FM radio. It's Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Your Colorado Avalanche, your Denver Nuggets, your Denver Sports Talk on FM. Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. Elevated to FM. You're listening to Vic Lombardi on Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. By the way, guys, uh, got some insight yesterday. May not be long before we see a name on the outside of that stadium at Mile High. A name besides Broncos Stadium. Down the stretch they come with a couple suitors. Could be by the end of the season. Could be. Oh, that'd be three full years yeah. without a naming rights partner. Well, they're down the stretch when it comes to a naming partner. Uh, our Power 5 question of the day on the Vic Lombardi Show, in honor of Vontae Davis, who retires at halftime of a game, who would you like to see retire? Brian in Arvada says, I'd like to see Vic's wigs retire. Those wigs are not going anywhere. Not a bad nomination. Again, every sportscaster worth his salt carries wigs in the trunk of his car. Those wigs are disturbing. Goodell, according to a couple of texters. Yes. Great nomination. Great nomination. That guy has done more damage to the NFL. Uh, every damage. Week. It's making more money than they ever have. Okay. So that's like the guy who watches the Broncos and hey, they're two and oh, mm-hmm. no problems. So just cause the NFL is making more money that they don't have a problem. You can't figure out what a catch is. It's bogus penalties that keep drives alive because you're not allowed to hit anybody anymore. Their, their cures for the, the dangers of the game were you can't run on kickoffs anymore, which has made onside kicks virtually impossible. And let's make overtime 10 minutes. So now we have a bunch of ties because those four overtime games a month, that extra five minutes for those two teams, that's what's going to cause CTE. The guy's a clown. All right. That's your vote. I just was agreeing with the texter. I'd love to see the incomplete chant retire. Uh, that, that still drives me nuts. By the way, Connor was very good yesterday. He's you very probably good. can't. Can you hear him? In oh, the, yeah, I heard in the Connor. Press box? He did, you know, he did the CU game, Connor McGahee, the new voice of the F's. He did the CU game on Saturday because I was there hearing him there. And then he does the, the Bronco game on Sunday. The guy's like the voice of every sporting event. He's at more places than Jesse. I don't know how he pulls it off. Wait, so he was in Boulder on a Saturday and yeah. Denver on a Sunday. Miracle. Woo! Man. Well, unlike you, he was actually working. Yeah, worked all weekend. On? Myself. <laughs> Myself. Um, Just trying to become a better person. It's a good cause. Eddie says Greg Popovich should retire. 
I would agree with that. Uh, someone says Ian Desmond, sick of him uh, hitting into double plays. McMahon should take over. Ian Desmond was two for four yesterday. Uh, Nash says J.R. Smith should retire. I wouldn't notice if he did. Okay. I want you guys to hear this because yesterday I have on my notes here, my extensive notes from the Broncos game, when they were down at halftime 12 nothing, and the offense was, well, the worst-looking offense I've seen since a year ago. Why not? Target number 10. Why, why were they not throwing the ball to Emmanuel Sanders? Zero targets in the first half. Second half rolls around. First pass they throw. Um, yeah, it's Emmanuel Sanders. They get things going. He makes a difference in the second half. So what happened to Emmanuel Sanders in that first half? Was he angry? What, what, what was his reaction? Here he is after the game. So coming up, your first touch of the game came with a couple seconds left in the first half, and then you kind of went off in the second half. What was the difference in the opportunities you saw there out on the field? I've been good. They just started giving me the ball, giving me a ball, which uh, felt good. You know, I went up to Coach Joseph um, in the first half. I said, I haven't got a target yet. He said he was going to feed me. So, you know, that's what I want. You know, I work hard throughout the week. I want him to feed me, and they gave me opportunity. I made the most of it. You had a couple great double routes that you ran. What's the key to running those routes where? You make the corner bite thinking that you're running something different than you're actually doing. Eyes, eyes. You got to show eyes. Once you show eyes, the guy's going to look inside, and then you can just break outside. What, what does Case Keenum bring? This team has great confidence. You can see it on the field offensively. never seems like you guys feel you're out of it. What kind of things does Case bring to help you guys feel that way? Uh, positive, positive mindset. Uh, he, he's a he's a competitor. Uh, he don't give up. That's obvious with his career. Uh, yeah, he just keeps on going, keeps on pushing, no matter what. He never gets down. For Tim Patrick to have a big catch like that at the end, what's it feel like to have one of your young receivers get some, get in on some of the action here in this win? I felt good. You know, last week Tim had a big time drop, and I told him, man, when it comes to this game, there's a lot of highs, there's a lot of lows. All right, that's uh, Emmanuel Sanders with our very own Ryan Harris who can be now heard on FM this afternoon with Crackman. Um, you sort of cringed when you heard Emmanuel Sanders complain about not getting targeted. I, I don't. I, I give him credit. He could have been a baby about it. He didn't sound like a baby. He just he made a fact, and I, I, I wrote it down. Why would you not throw the ball to him? He had to go up to his head coach and say, why am I not getting the ball thrown to me? I cringed because he went up to Vance Joseph. Who's, who's running the offense? Vance Joseph's who you go up to? Is he calling the plays? Or is that Billy Moose? Well, maybe he went to Billy Moose and didn't see the results he wanted to hear and then went to the head coach. All I'm saying is it's just that the Broncos are better off throwing the ball to number 10, are they not? I don't disagree with that, but it, it reeks of dysfunction to me. I, I, I'm a little concerned by that. Well, I'm a little concerned by the distribution, so I side with Emmanuel here. He had four targets yesterday. He caught all four for 96 yards. He was the fourth most targeted receiver on this team. Targeted DT 11 times, had another couple drops. Jake Butt six times, and Cortland Sutton six times. Why is your best wide receiver getting the fourth amount of targets? I'm with Emmanuel Sanders. Okay, but you also glossed over, and this is just the unfairness of how things work in this town. Uh, you, you talked about Demarius Thomas getting 11 targets, only five catches, and oh, he had a couple drops. How many catches did Cortland Sutton have on his six targets? Yeah, uh, one, one catch. Yeah, but the other one was a dynamic grab well, one's that a was rookie called one, out of bounds when no. it shouldn't have been. Fine. One's a guy that everything he does is perfect, and one's a guy that everything he does we're going to be critical of. That's just how it works in this town with Cortland Sutton and Demarius Thomas. DT had 18 yards yesterday. I get 11 it. 11 targets. That's, that's a lot not of, efficient. That's a, I agree with you, no. but is he the one running three-yard routes 
on his own, or is that the design? Is that the Billy Moose design? Listen, we're, we're arguing, or for the sake of arguing, we all agree in this room that number 10's got to be a huge part of this offense, if not the, if, if I had to tell you right now who should get the most targets, which receiver? Emmanuel Sanders. Exactly. That's all we're agreeing on, right? Who should get the most touches in the backfield? Philip Lindsay. Correct. Which he did. Correct. All right, let's move on. Defensively, cue up the uh, Zach Kerr stuff. Defensively, they made the necessary adjustments. Because defensively, they couldn't touch Derek Carr in the first half. Couldn't touch him. He released the ball before anybody got to him. In fact, the one time they did touch him, when Von Miller forced the fumble, and by the way, if you're watching at home, you did not get to see what I saw because they didn't show the replay of it. I thought that was a horrible call. He was under duress. He was being hit when Todd Davis was flagged for defensive pass interference. He was being hit at the time. That should not have been a flag. In my opinion, go back and look at it. CBS didn't show the replay for some reason. The officials didn't have a great day. They didn't show the replay of a very key call. Regardless, they could not get to Derek Carr. Second half rolls around when they needed to make the key stops. They did. What happened? What changed? Here's Zach Kerr after the game. Well, it seems what's changed between this team and others is the end of the game. You, yeah. you have that belief. Yeah. You have that confidence, yeah. don't you? Yeah, absolutely, man. And when you put the work in, when you prepare, you believe you're going to win. And that's what we do every week. You know what I'm saying? We go, we go out, we have a good week of practice all the time. We, we practice hard as hell, man. And, um, I feel like that's that's really the factor, man. When you, when you put the work in during the, during the week, you know, Sunday, Sunday, it, it, it's not easy, but it should be easy because you prepare. You prepare for that, you know, those type of games and stuff. So, like, I mean, honestly, I have to credit the, you know, the practice week. That's Zach Kerr afterwards. Um, <laughs> I think he stole that page from Vance Joseph. Good week of practice. This time it worked. This time that week of practice worked. Whatever they're doing is working. Broncos are 2-0. and are they a real 2-0? We'll soon find out. First road game at Baltimore. Yeah, not going to be easy on Sunday. Early By the way, what's the, num- what's the number on that game right Baltimore's now? Baltimore's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Fair. They'll have had ten days to get ready. They played on Thursday night, got beat by the Bengals in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I think that's about the right number. That's yeah, fair. Baltimore's always a physical team. You know it's going to be a physical game. Great challenge. Now, if they go into Baltimore and win that game, will you be convinced that this team is different? Or yeah. Not? Yeah. They didn't play well yesterday and they won. Mm-hmm. Now, there's two ways to take that. Hey, you know what? Good teams find a way to win when they don't have their A game. That's very true. It's also, boy, you got to play better than that at home when everything is in your favor. Uh, the opponent isn't very good. It's 92 degrees. It's at altitude. It's mid-September. The other team's not quite in game shape yet and you're down 19 to 10 with six minutes to go. That's ugly. I'm going to say this again, and I've never understood why. It's 92 degrees. It's the hottest game in Mile High Stadium history. And they come out and play non-tempo football. Why aren't you playing fast break football and putting Raiders, making the Raiders breathe hard early? One, I, I, I do that right off the bat. You go th- three and out anyway, what's the difference? Go three and out faster. Yeah, I would start that way. I would you, start the game that way. You can't do it all the time because your, your defense needs some rest too. Uh, but yeah, to start the game seems to make all the sense Let's in go. the world to me. They're, they're going to be more tired than you are. Let them panic a little bit of like, oh God, this is going to be a long day. You saw that Raiders defense late in the game on the final drive, how tired they were. You said it yourself. Bruce Irvin was just. He, he was, was just on his knees. He was jogging. Yes. He, he essentially quit. Let's go. Up the tempo. We live in Denver. 
Use the altitude to your advantage. Say this every single year. In fact, coming up next, conversation I had with uh, Pete Manning Friday night about that very subject. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. We are AM no longer, just for this week. We're simulcasting on Altitude 950, now on FM full-time. It's Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. You love Denver sports. We love Denver sports. You love the Rockies, Avalanche, Broncos, Rapids, and Nuggets. We love the Rockies, Avalanche, Broncos, Rapids, and Nuggets. You love sports radio on FM. We love being Denver's new FM sports station. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Are you tired of waking up and going to a job you hate? Most people spend their entire lives doing that. This doesn't have to be you. Look at me. I get paid to talk about sports on the radio. I love my job. I get to meet athletes, cover games, create content, and make a change in the community. If you want to do what I do, listen up. Colorado Media School offers an eight-month course where you'll learn all aspects of radio and television. Whether you want to be a radio or TV host, YouTube content creator, drone operator, board operator, promotions director, social media manager, you name it. If it has to do with media, the Colorado Media School will teach you and help you find a job once you graduate. Call 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. Colorado Media School offers financial aid for those who qualify, and you can graduate in just eight months. You can be working on air like me in less than a year. Call Colorado Media School now because classes fill fast. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. And tell them Josh Dover sent you. Have you noticed that multiple drains are backing up in your home? Maybe they make noises or smell. Maybe you even see sewage coming back up through the floor drains. These are all signs of a mainline backup. These problems are no fun. Let us fix it for you. At Plumline Services, we offer a 93 or free main drain clearing service. That's right. We'll clear your main drain for just $93. If we can't, it's free. Don't put up with those backed up drains any longer. Call today to schedule your appointment. Turn to the experts you trust at Plumline Services. Call 303-633-5577 or go to PlumlineServices.com. You know how you sort of anticipate things this time of the year? Some of the best highlights of living in Colorado. The changing leaves, the cooler nights, lots of football, and this year maybe even hometown playoff baseball. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza, where Ram Power Days has arrived showcasing the most impressive Ram lineup ever. If you're ready, your new Ram is waiting at Johnson Auto Plaza, 15 2500 or 3500 Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8 take your pick and that's only the start of the make it yours Ram choices colors equipment state of the art technology with over 350 new Rams in stock you will find what you're looking for at Johnson's and each and every Ram is discounted for extra Ram power day savings there's no better truck than Ram and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza your truck headquarters where first time buyers become lifetime customers every Every day, north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Attention all Class A CDL. 
ATL drivers. The Transportation Department at Safeway is excited to announce a new pay increase, and we want you to join our team. How would you like to start out making $25.56 per hour the first day on the job with a potential $12,500 bonus? Plus, you'll get to go home at the end of every shift. In order to be considered for this position, you'll need documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry. And, of course, you must have a Class A CDL. We're looking for drivers with at least two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment, and you must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company and a place you can retire from. We are scheduling interviews and only have a limited number of driver positions open. Apply today by logging on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Please complete the online job application and we'll be in touch to schedule next steps. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. When working at a growing business, you wear many hats. The new business hat. The buying toner for the copy machine hat. The sifting through tons of resumes hat. You can throw away that last hat thanks to Indeed.com. When posting your job, Indeed lets you add screener questions that give you a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. So go ahead, dust off that extra-long lunch hat. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. New <laughs> Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. <laughs> oh, great. A sore throat keeping me from my extremely lucrative voiceover job talking about throat drops. Thanks, universe. <laughs> Might as well try these new Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. Wow, these Vapo Cool Drops are amazing. That's not candy dressed up like a throat drop. That's a super cooling Vapo Power Rush. It's like... Yes, yes, uh, I don't know where that's coming from, but yes. Vaporize sore throat pain with new Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. Use as directed. From the Altitude Sports Radio Studios in Denver, Colorado, you're listening to Vic Lombardi. Now on FM on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. The emasculation of football. We're watching it right now on uh, SportsCenter. When they penalize Clay Matthews for making an otherwise textbook tackle on Kirk Cousins. It was perfect. What? He tackled him in the waist? Yes. And he was penalized for, what, unsportsmanlike? What was the penalty there? Is that the new rule? Unnecessary? You're not allowed to drive the quarterback into the ground? He tackled his waist. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what he's supposed to do. If you go back to our conversation about Roger Goodell and why he's one of the people that needs to retire... It's for those kind of things. Like, their, their solutions to what is a very legitimate problem are ridiculous. I, I mean, that's just nonsense. I, even a Vikings fan, if, you, if they're being honest today, would say that we shouldn't keep, our drive shouldn't be kept alive on that. And for all the work the NFL has put in to fix the what's a catch, what's not a catch rule, on three occasions yesterday, we are sitting there waiting a good five minutes for them to review catches. Three of them. Yeah. All three of them, you could say, oh, I, I guess. I guess it's a catch. Now, let's let's go one by one. The Keenum to Tim Patrick one, that was not a catch. He was bobbling the ball. But then you could right. argue, well, did he have possession with the ball next to his face mask? And does that count as possession? Well, and did he catch it, get two feet down? It's a touchdown. And then when he falls to the ground, he loses it. Did he point. survive the ground? Did he take two steps? Did he establish himself as a runner? Those questions continue. They linger. They're still there. No, it wasn't a catch. Then the one to uh, uh Cortland Sutton where he had to jump over an Oakland player to catch it. Did he have the foot in bounds before it touched the paint? It's close. There's no solution here is what I'm saying. We're still asking the same questions. Yeah, it's not any better. It's not any better. 
but the the unsportsmanlike conducts, the roughing the passer, uh, the the penalties that they're now calling on defensive players are absurd. And it cost the Packers a win yesterday. They win that game 29-21. Mm-hmm. It never goes to overtime. It doesn't end in a tie, if not for a ridiculously bad call on Clay Matthews late in the game. All right, here's this. 57,000 people showed up for a Washington Redskins game in the nation's capital. Mm-hmm. 20,000 short of of a full house. Why is that significant here in Denver? That ends the Redskins sellout streak, which now I believe puts the Broncos on the clock for the longest sellout streak in the NFL. Uh, according to the Washington faithful, that was a 50-year home sellout streak, which has long been fake, by the way. They claim they've been selling out for 50 years. But yes, I, I, how do you prove that, really? They, they can't. Well, I mean, it should be. You either sold your tickets or you Yeah, didn't. but you know what, though? A lot of those, you can't. You can prove it when there are 20,000 empty seats. And that's what there were in this game. 20 thousand empty seats. So now the Denver Broncos own the most current and active sellout streak in the NFL history. And the Broncos is legit. I mean, it, there was 1,500 no-shows yesterday on the hottest scheme and home regular season game in franchise. And history. besides my wife who left with six minutes to play, most of the fans stayed. And it's like a college crowd. It's decked out in orange. The Broncos home sellout streak's legit. They're going to they're gonna pass the Redskins now. They stayed to watch a two-minute offense that moved the ball when it had to move the ball, that put the ball in position for Brandon McManus to hit the game-winning kick. Let's uh, dissect that final drive, shall we? Because according to HW, it was uh, one of the ugliest rally drives he's ever seen. But ugly works in this situation, doesn't it? It it did, but if you go through it, I mean, there was a lot of things left to be desired. You can start with the penalty on Garrett Bowles, and I know you were both at the game, but it was pretty funny. Uh... Who was doing play-by-play yesterday? Name just slipped my mind. I don't know the play-by-play guy. It was Gumble. He goes, well, Broncos outstanding left tackle Garrett Bowles with the hold there. Outstanding is a uh, not the word I would use to describe it. And then he goes incomplete to DT. Okay, so now they're second and twenty at the second and twenty from the ten. If I given you those odds, how much time was left at the time? A minute forty-seven. A minute forty-seven. Second and twenty. Were they out of timeouts at that point? Yes. Yeah, they had to blow them all to get the ball back. All right, second and 20 from your 10. You're thinking, uh-oh. Trouble. You're in trouble at that point. Yeah. And you, you, last year where it was dink and dunk for five, six yards at a time, they were toast. And they find Emmanuel Sanders for 21 yards right across the first down mark. Big time, big boy NFL throw by Case Keenum. Yeah. It was. Are you like me though? Sometimes you sort of go back to curious football fan and you look at the first half and you say to yourself, my God, they couldn't even move the ball two feet. And now they're moving the ball 20 yards, just like, how how does that happen? I don't know, but... How, how does that happen? If you're the Raiders this morning, that's the play you're kicking yourself about. How does that about. happen? You've got them at the 10-yard line, and they played so passive, played prevent, uh, gave up big big holes in the zone. How do you give, Emmanuel up a, Sanders how do you give Emmanuel Sanders a 20-yard cushion? I don't know. What are you doing? That was, that was inexcusable if you're a Raiders fan, that defensive call right there. That's where they needed to be aggressive, second and 20. And then the Broncos start going no huddle. Okay, they get a first down, and then they move the ball. It's tempo, tempo, tempo. Very next play, first and 10, incomplete to Demarius Thomas. Then the play after that, second and 10 from the 31. Jake Butt, who made a great move, by the way, to get that first down. Mm -hmm. Jake Butt had a good game. He did. That was the best. I mean, he hasn't played a lot, including preseason, though. That was the best game he's had. That was a really nice game. 14 yards.
for another first down. Here we go. They got something going. First and 10 from the 45, 58 seconds to play. Keenum to Cortland Sutton, which almost got picked off. Yeah, Sutton tipped the ball up, and the Raiders defender was about a half yard away from having the game ceiling pick. Almost got picked off. A then. defender who was nowhere really near Cortland Sutton at the time. It just took a terrible bounce. That would have been as unfortunate of an interception as you could have. He was four feet was away. Was that a bad pass or a bad route? I couldn't tell I was on the field. It was It was probably more of a bad pass than a bad route. He, yeah, but Sutton... Is counterintuitive as it sounds, he can't go tip drill there. No. Because tip drill just creates chaos. It's a, it's a dump off into the flat that almost turned into an interception, which should not happen. But he, it was a, it was a little too much on it. It was just a bad play. Only good news is the clock stopped. So it's second mm-hmm. and 10 from the 45. Here's what I'm thinking. It's, it's near midfield. I'm thinking in the back of my head, McManus is going to win this game on an NFL record 68 yard kick. Yeah. At that point, you started counting down in your head. How many yards do they need mm-hmm. to have a shot at it? And it was only 10 to at least have a shot. Maybe even less. So in the next play, Keenum scrambles to his right. Man, that was dangerous too. He was about to get lit up. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the old NFL, he does get lit up there. He stays in bounds scrambling to yeah. his right. And that's when Bruce Arians, who was all grumpy yesterday, is like, what is he doing? They're just burning so much clock. And they did. I mean, it went from 54 to 26 seconds yes. by the time they got their next. I don't know off. about you guys. I like grumpy pants Arians in the background. I like that. I like having that grumpy uncle give you the real perspective of what happens in a game. I do too. That was a, uh, a, a, Poor decision by Case Keenum, but so it sets up. Then the next play was sneaky huge. Yes, it sets up third and three from the Oakland forty-eight. And again, credit to the Broncos' young tight ends. Jeff Hireman catches. What are you doing, Oakland? What are you doing? I don't know. I mean, you you know it's going to be a quick. If you go back and watch that play, the Jeff Hireman he catches a pass on the Broncos sideline, quick two step to get the first down. Go back and watch it. Broncos had no idea what the play call was, except for two people, Hireman and Keenum. And Keenum. The two dudes on the top, I yeah, think Sutton it was... barely got set. Yeah, Sutton and somebody else, maybe Sanders. The two dudes on the top had no idea what the play call was. All they did is like jog off the line of scrimmage. They had no idea what the play call was because they had to hurry to the line of scrimmage. Hireman did. Well, and it's third and three there. And, and not only do you give up the four yards for the first down, you let him get out of bounds. If you do, if, if if either one of those things doesn't happen, the Broncos are in decision making mode. There, do you let McManus try one from sixty five? What do you do? So here we are now. It's first and ten. The clock has stopped. You got at least three shots at it here to get into field goal range or better field goal range. Keenum short right pass to DT, the worst drop of the game. That was the drop that got the boot. No, it was it, a, it was a, a first little down. behind him. No, it was Just, an awful drop. Please. I know. I'm not trying to diminish the drop. I'm just saying. It wasn't right on the numbers. It was a little behind him. He's going to make the catch. He's going to take two steps, get out of bounds, and stop it. And they're yes. now within a they're a field goal in the high 40s. Only good news, clock stops. 18 seconds left. Second and 10. Keenum to Tim Patrick, who scared a lot of people in that stadium when his first move was to the inside of the field, found his way to the sideline, and it set up the game-winning kick. Here's Tim Patrick after the game on his mindset, why he stepped to the middle of the field after catching that pass. First thing I thought when I got the ball was, like, get out of bounds. But I seen there was no one around me, so I kept going up the field. Seen it was one-on-one with the safety, and I'm taking me every single time. So I went to the sideline and got out of bounds. Well, I got three plays, and that was one of my plays. And they preach here, like, always stay ready, and that's what I did. First question, if Tim Patrick doesn't get out of bounds, 
do they have enough time to spike the ball? It would have been close. It would have been very close. And Tim Patrick is a goat in this town yes. this morning if he gets tackled inbounds there. Yeah. He, they, they, it was fortunate that he got out of bounds. Made a great play. But if you're Oakland and you go through this drive, the second and 20 bring in no pressure. The Hireman play of how do you let Jeff Hireman get a four-yard out pattern, get out of bounds on third and three, and then Tim Patrick, who makes a mistake yeah. and turns in the middle of the field, where is the Raiders' defense? Let me tell you where they are. It's probably game over. Let me it tell probably you. Is. Let me tell you where the Raider defense is, and it's the very thing I I've said. When you're tired, when you're fatigued, when it's 95 degrees or whatever the heck it was on that field, and they're running up tempo, your mind does crazy. Your body doesn't do what your mind wants it to do. That's why the up tempo. We gotta utilize it more. Maybe, but I think HW's onto something. They got this drive put together despite some colossal mistakes, right? Garrett Bowles with the holding penalty to start it. DT's drop. Case Keenum scrambling Just and not getting clock. out of bounds and burning 30 seconds when you're under 50 to go. And then Tim Patrick running to the middle of the field to start with with no yeah. timeouts when he caught the ball with like 13 seconds left. Broncos got bailed out. Because the Raiders made even more mistakes. And you know what's what's funny about this? None of this matters if not for a 36-yarder by McManus, who, again, game is on the line. He's yet to miss a kick this year. Look around the league. Look at all the kicks missed yesterday. The game, costly kicks. Well, the Broncos game came down to a missed kick. They blocked an extra point. Yes, they did. That's the difference in the yes, game. Yes, they did. Special teams has been very good for the They've Broncos. Been really, it's really been good. a difference maker. Oh, where are you, Brock Olivo? It's been a difference maker. It's the it's the reason why the Broncos are two and zero. It's a big reason they're two and zero. You got the Vic Lombardi show. It's FM radio. It's altitude sports radio ninety two five. Tuesday night at 7, NHL defending Western Conference champion Las Vegas Golden Knights. Come into the Pepsi Center to face your Colorado Avalanche to open the preseason. It's a new Avalanche season. Here they come, baby! With Connor McGahee as your new Avalanche radio voice. It is a childhood dream for me because I love hockey, and so for me to be here right now is, is truly amazing. On Denver's new FM sports station for Colorado Avalanche hockey. Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. At Simple Truth, we're proud of what's in our food, like fresh squeezed oranges, grass-fed beef for grilling, and crisp organic greens. It all tastes as good as it sounds. We're also proud of what's not in our food, like GMOs or high prices. Simple Truth, available exclusively at King Supers. It's the 10 for 10 sale. Mix and match family favorites and get 10 for just $10 with card. Find great deals throughout the store. Fresh food, low prices at King Supers. It's back. Now at King Supers, you can earn four times the fuel points on gift cards. Just download your digital coupon at kingsupers.com or on the app. Then head to King Supers and choose great gift cards like Xbox, Sephora, Outback Steakhouse, Kohl's, and more. Use them for all your shopping and earn four times the fuel points. Buy here, use there. Save at the pump with your coupon from kingsupers.com. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Fresh food, low prices at King Supers. Sheets, pillows, towels. Wow, your card is overflowing. I love that I can save at Walmart on everything I need for surprise visits from the in-laws. If you love to save, switch to Walmart Family Mobile. Their unlimited plans start as low as $24.88 a month. All powered by T-Mobile. $24.88? Who knew? See, some surprises save you money. Learn more at MyFamilyMobile.com. Get everything you love about Walmart and mobile. Walmart Family Mobile. Always refer to the latest terms and conditions of service at MyFamilyMobile.com. 
Beauty's biggest event is here. Ulta Beauty's 21 Days of Beauty with new beauty steals every single day for 21 days. That's 50% off our most loved brands like Tarte and Anastasia. So come in today and tomorrow. And let's be real. With deals like these, you'll want to stop in every day. So hurry in. They go fast. 21 Days of Beauty ends September 22nd. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. The maple and pumpkin flavors of fall that everyone loves this time of year have finally dropped at Dunkin'. So come savor the flavor of a Belgian waffle sandwich with double the maple sugar glazed bacon. Only at Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chain in Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kinsautoserviceinc.com. Have you noticed that multiple drains are backing up in your home? Maybe they make noises or smell. Maybe you even see sewage coming back up through the floor drains. These are all signs of a mainline backup. These problems are no fun. Let us fix it for you. At Plumline Services, we offer a 93 or free main drain clearing service. That's right. We'll clear your main drain for just $93. If we can't, it's free. Don't put up with those backed up drains any longer. Call today to schedule your appointment. Turn to the experts you trust at Plumline Services. Call 303-633-5577 or go to PlumlineServices.com. Text the show. 30933 on the Altitude Sports Radio 925 now heating and air text line. Text 30933. Did he go? He did. Ball Ball game game. over and the Rockies win it 3 2. You can breathe again in Denver. Got some basketball news I want to send your way momentarily. That sound is Drew Goodman. Compliments of AT&T Sportsnet. Rockies win in San Francisco. They find some offense. They go 20 straight innings of scoreless baseball before Antonio Senzatella brings home two with a bases loaded single. They go on to beat the Giants 3-2. Uh, working for AT&T Sportsnet, our good buddy Corey Sullivan joins us on the hotline right now. Corey, uh, wanted to wake up this morning with the Rockies in first place, and guess what? The Rockies are in first place. Just from a confidence standpoint, how important is it to see that in the standings before they begin the series against the Dodgers? It's important. Uh, however, I think the players in the clubhouse understand that uh, it only goes so far as this series. Uh, you you got to handle your business against the Dodgers, otherwise you're not in first place. Well, this series, uh, and, and it's funny because you look at the the Rockies can lose three straight here, and it's not over. The Rockies can win three no. straight, and it's not over. When is it over? For crying out loud, when can we start? When can we breathe easy? Uh, I think, all told, this may come down to that last weekend. But if if everything goes well and the Rockies play well, I would say after the Philly series that they would know that Thursday, September twenty seventh, that would be. Uh, that would be a good date for them to go ahead and pop champagne. All right, so Sully, the Rockies hitting the cover off the ball at home against the Diamondbacks uh, late last week. Then they go on the road. And, and I've been told this before. You tell me if this is uh, fact or fiction. It's that first game, that first series away from altitude where the bats seem to run into trouble, where it's harder to hit the ball, where they can't score runs. Is that what happened in San Francisco? It, it is uh, usually that first game or two, but it's really always after a prolonged homestand. They were home for 10 days. So your sights, the 
pitches you see, everything is a little bit different when you're on that 10-day homestand and then you go out on the road, especially to a place like San Fran where it is sea level and it is the marine layer. You are, the ball's going to break differently. You're going to see different pitches. You're going to be attacked differently. And it's a tough adjustment. I mean, there were probably a few balls on Friday night that you could say hit to right center that were hit really well off the bat, and the hitters were probably like, oh, yeah, that's in the gap. And in San Fran, it's just a can of corn. So how long does it take to make that adjustment? Are they are they are they back to normal as they prepare for LA? Yeah, I would say it's it's usually one or two days. That's that the idea that Coors Field hangover that you get as a hitter. Uh, there's no real way to adjust to it. That's the hard part. Is you know at Coors Field, pitchers don't like to throw a curveball, so you might not see a curveball for ten days, and then you get down to San Francisco, and Chris Stratton's going to throw you a curveball, and you know sometimes that takes that. Because when we say one game, that's really only three or four at-bats, and it might only be ten pitches for one guy. And that might not be the, the sample size you need. But they responded well on Sunday. They needed that. Sully, let's go game by game in that San Francisco series. The first one with Kyle uh, Tyler Anderson pitching. Did 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 he do enough to earn another another spot in the rotation when he comes around? Because I thought he, he gave them a chance. I mean, only giving up two runs, that's a chance. Yeah, I think he, he definitely gave him a chance. And for Tyler, August obviously was not very was very cruel to him. And I think he may be a little bit tired. That's really just speculation on my point because he's thrown more innings than he has in the past. Uh, you know, he's not really finishing that fastball in, or hadn't been. But on Friday, he he did a phenomenal job. He was getting the cutter in, getting the fastball in, using the changeup well, and he really only had one bad inning. Uh, other than that, I, I think he was fine. And they're going to need him going forward. Mad bum against Marquez on Saturday. What'd you see out of Marquez? Uh, a lot more of the same. I mean, his fastball is, is so good. It, when he's able to command it to both sides of the plate, there's not a whole lot hitters can do because you're having to honor 97, 98 miles an hour, mix that in with that absolutely filthy curveball and the slider that he's put in to complement it. And he is so dangerous. It's just mad bum. And mad bum at AT&T Park against the Rockies is pretty much unbeatable. All right, so yesterday, Senzatella does something we didn't expect. If you had given me the three pitchers in this series, I thought that'd be tough because I thought, uh, you know, Derek Rodriguez is a pretty good guy. But Senzatella came through with the bat. I mean, it takes the, the pitcher to finally hit the ball and score a run. Uh, sometimes quirky things like that tend to happen in San Francisco. They do, especially during day games. Uh, the ball was not flying yesterday in the day, which usually it is. And Senza obviously came up at the perfect situation bases loaded for him and he took advantage and as you said the Rockies needed that uh that's twice uh, he made the start in Miami earlier on in the season I think the end of April for Tyler Anderson when he had to leave the game I guess it wasn't the start he just came in in relief and also got the only run he got the only hit with the only run and won the game if you looked at these pitching matchups in LA as we begin this three game series critical three games against the Dodgers you got Gray and Ryu tonight he got the big one tomorrow night, Freeland and Kershaw, and then Tyler Anderson back at it against uh, Walker Bueller on Wednesday. Would you say the Dodgers have the advantage in every pitching matchup? Um, not in every pitching matchup. No. no. To me, it comes down to execution. I think when you look at numbers or how Ryu has pitched or how John Gray has pitched, it really does come down to execution. Obviously, tomorrow night we see Clayton Kershaw. We think, well, that's arguably the greatest pitcher of this generation, but Let's not undersell Kyle Freeland and what he's done and what he's capable of doing, especially in big games for the Colorado Rockies. He's one of those guys that's going to go out there and give you an opportunity every single time out. 
And when it comes to this series, whichever starting pitcher on each night performs the best and executes the best, that that's odds are the team that's going to win that game. Do you think the Diamondbacks are done? Four and a half back? Um, barring a 12-game win streak, I think they mm-hmm. are in dire straits. So they're done. Yeah. They've obviously, they're four and a half back of the Rockies, and they've got three against the Rockies and three against the Dodgers. So they could control their own fate, but they would have to win out, I think, at this point. Yeah, we're not paying attention to it because you obviously want the, the Rockies to win the division, but man, there's a good chance they can still make the playoffs without winning this division. Uh, St. Louis suddenly has hit the brakes. Um, and, and I don't know what to think anymore in that, uh, NL Central. Uh, where, where do you see the biggest obstacle coming? Do you, do you think it's going to be Milwaukee or St. Louis for that other wild card? Uh, I think it's Milwaukee. I yeah. think they've built themselves a big enough lead, but, I said this on uh, on TV, obviously, and I'll say it again. The Rockies don't even shouldn't even consider that right now. That is okay. a consolation prize at the end of the season to me. Uh, you've got an opportunity. You're in first place. Thinking about that like a security blanket to me is just the wrong way of thinking. It's more about tonight's game, handling their business. And I said it last night. I'll say it again. You punch the Dodgers in the mouth in game one of this series, and it it's going to be a huge wake-up call to them that, this team's for real. I'll never forget after watching the Rockies blow a game in St. Louis or Milwaukee. I don't remember which one it was. It was a Wade Davis blown opportunity and you come on the air and said something like, it's no big deal. Wash it off. It's a long season yet. I thought the Rockies were toast at that point. I really wanted to punch your face at the point, but Sully, no truer <laughs> words were spoken. You sort of, I mean, you really did. You, you, you calmed, you calmed me down. I, I really wanted to fight you when you said it. Cause I was like, what are you talking about? They lost a key game. And yet here we are in September and they're a half game ahead. They're right back at it. How, how did you know? Well, I mean, it's just the baseball season. There's ebbs and flows to it. You go through stretches where you're going to lose five in a row, where you're going to win five in a row, where the bullpen's going to struggle, where you're not going to hit with runners in scoring position. All the things we've seen this team go through, but the teams that are the best and, when I say that, having been around the guys, I know how tight-knit this group is and how they uh, are accountable to each other and responsible to each other. You, you can just tell that not a lot is going to shake them. So they understand that it is just the ebbs and flow of the season, and, you know, it's one game. And if you let it affect you more than one game, then you're not a good enough team. This team is not that way. They know how to go about their business, and they shook it off right away and came back out when they got on that home stand and won. Most important question of all, as we say goodbye to Corey Sullivan of AT&T Sportsnet. Corey, be honest now. How many takes did it get you to nail that pizza commercial? Um, to nail it, one. Come on! A few different times. That was a one-take commercial spot? Yeah. Dude, you're a natural. You are really a natural. <laughs> well, it's pizza and me. Come on. It's my, it's my jam. <laughs> Corey, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. This is going to be fun. Last couple of weeks is all we can ask for, right? All we can ask for, two weeks of exciting, dramatic baseball. Appreciate it, bud. Thanks, Vic. Take care. That is Corey Sullivan from AT&T Sportsnet. How often do you think that commercial airs during a broadcast? You know the one. Yeah, half a dozen times. It's not every inning, but it feels like it. Yeah, it does. Hey. I I give him credit, though. Those things aren't easy to do on the first take. When you're hot, you're hot. 943 at the Vic Lombardi Show on FM. You love 
Denver sports. We love Denver sports. Let's have fun. Let's let it fly. You love the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, and Rockies. We love the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, and Rockies. You love sports radio on FM. We love being Denver's new FM sports station. Well, look at this. We're a perfect match. Let's play together. Now tell your friends. Denver's new FM sports station for the Avalanche, Nuggets, and Denver sports talk. Weekdays, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. is Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. So, if I win lucky for life, I'll win $1,000 a day. Yes. Every day. Yes. For life. Yes. Even holidays. Yes. Sick days. Yes. Vacation days. Yes. <gasps> National Donut yes. Day. 365 days a year. Yes. What about the extra day on leap year? Yes, that day too. So it really is $1,000 a day every day for life? Yes, that's why it's called Lucky for Life. Wow. Wow's right. Anything else I should know? Play Lucky for Life every Monday and Thursday. Must be 18 to buy. Prices equal 50% of sales. Overall odds of winning, 1 in 8. Odds of winning jackpot prize, 1 in 31 million. See ColoradoLottery.com. The road to success is paid with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. It's finally here. Mountain High Appliance is now open in Littleton. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. We've been Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years, and we just opened the doors to our brand new state-of-the-art showroom in Littleton. Come visit us at the most amazing appliance showroom in Colorado, unlike anything you've ever seen. Hundreds of fully functional live appliances for a true try-before-you-buy experience. More than 65 brands to choose from, including Gen Air, KitchenAid, Samsung, Bosch, Gaggenall, Sub-Zero, and more. There's lots of places to shop for appliances, but only one place where you can test drive them. Whether you're building a new home, remodeling your current home, or just need to replace that old washer and dryer, Mountain High Appliance is here to help. Expert sales staff, highly trained delivery team, and the best selection. Visit us today and experience the difference. Open seven days a week, now in Littleton. Mountain High Appliance is favorite appliance Thank you. Copays, codes, coupons. Searching for savings on prescriptions is so complex, it's like you need a doctorate degree. Fortunately, CVS Pharmacy employs thousands who have one, our pharmacists. Plus, we built a proprietary search tool to help them find you savings on prescriptions. You don't need to know all of that complicated stuff. You just need to know someone who does. Your friendly doctor of pharmacy at your local CVS. Savings vary. Not all patients eligible for savings. Ask pharmacists for details. When posting on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director. I'm the sales director you're looking for. But when you post on Indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you. I'm a sales director with an MBA, over 10 years experience, who's also fluent in Japanese. With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. Is your husband still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but he just changed companies. He's working for Safeway now and is back home with me and the kids at the end of every shift. Uh, I wish my husband was home more. He's literally gone for weeks at a time. Why doesn't he apply at Safeway? They started my husband out at $25.56 per hour with the potential to earn a $12,500 bonus. Do you have a family member or friend driving trucks and they want more time at home? Tell them about the opportunity to drive for Safeway Distribution Center located at Colorado Boulevard and I-70. They only need two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor
tractor trailer equipment and a Class A CDL. Safeway is a company you can retire from. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement plan are all outstanding. The starting pay for drivers is $25.56 per hour. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a potential bonus of up to $12,500. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Must be 21 years of age. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. Jokic for three. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Murray is unchained now. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Dribble drive all the way. Coming underneath. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. Elevated to FM. You're listening to Vic Lombardi on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. If we sound different, it's because we're no longer prepubescent AM talkers. We're on the FM dial. It's Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Also simulcasting on AM this week, so if you hear us on 950, you're going to hear us this week and this week only before we go full blast 92.5. We're going to remind you for five days yes, to we make are. the switch officially by next Monday. You and if you're both. looking for your country music on 92.5, you can now find that on 106.7 The Bull. All right? So if it's sports talk you you yearn for, this is where you need to be. Yeah. Don't touch that dial. If you're Jed... Going over to 106.7 The Bull. Wow. Okay. All right. What? It was one of the more what? painful parts of this show was you well, two. I can't to come up name. With I don't know country. Ten country artists. I'm not proud. I'm just telling you. I don't know country music. It's not my genre. I know everybody says, "Well, you live in Denver. You should know country." No, no, What's, I don't. What is your genre? I'm, I'm not a country. Good guy. music. Wow. Country worse. Country's predictable. It's the uh, it's the music station I listen to when I'm listening to music. It's country. Is it really? Yeah. That says a lot. Yeah. It explains a lot. It does. Middle of the highway. Everything in your life is predictable. It's about the road. I'm the most unpredictable person you know. I guarantee you got flipped off this weekend. Uh, I had a couple yeah, minor run-ins. Very minor, predictable. Very minor. It was yeah. a Raiders fan going to the game yesterday. Like, that wasn't my fault. By the way, I on, on my way in yesterday... It's always Halloween for Raider fans. Right? Yeah. Ran into a couple of Raider fans from Mexico City of all places. And man, were they decked out. Face paint, all the Halloween costume accessories, all the, in that heat, can you imagine all that face paint oh. and all that costume gear in black in that, that heat? Would be miserable. And that result? There were not a lot of Raider fans there yesterday though. I, and I know you're the kind of the unofficial police of Opposing fans. Oh, I paid attention. They were sparse yesterday. Well, the very reason my wife left with six minutes to play is because they had two obnoxious Raider fans right behind them. Uh, well, in, in around me, it was hard to find a Raider. That's fan. why they left the game with six minutes to play. Well, they should have stayed, and then you could rub it right back in I the agree. face. I agree. I agree. That's, that's, that's a you problem. She was, she was mad because she had to leave, and I said, don't leave. Who cares? This is your house, not their house. Yeah. Don't leave. You left. That's not what you do. That's not the proper reaction. That's where confrontation is acceptable. You missed the best part of the game. 
Yeah, the really the only good part of the game. What's the best thing you saw this weekend, fellas? What was the best? What what capped your weekend? What was the best thing you saw on television or in person? Um, let's see. My son won his nine-year-old tackle football okay. game. That was pretty. No, cool. the best thing you saw was that that drive which we broke down a couple segments ago was ugly and had so many chances to go wrong and it didn't and they got the field goal because when it's 1917, everyone on Twitter saying. Here's your $18 million drive. Here's your $18 million drive. And it was gross, but he delivered. Case Keenum was the best thing I saw. There's a part of me who wants to say it's always a good weekend when CSU and Nebraska lose. But I'm not going to go with that. Then you're just trolling. Exactly. I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to go with the Buffs being up 35 nothing against a inferior opponent at halftime. That was great. And the Broncos finding a way to win a game they had no business winning. And having a quarterback who, even in a bad drive where things didn't go their way, was able to make enough plays and make it happen and get them the win. They haven't had that here since Peyton Manning retired. That was a big, big development. That was the biggest thing that happened in, uh, all weekend was the drive Case Keenan put together to win the game. And also Wade Davis hanging on for dear life yesterday was big, too. Uh, it was a nervous tension in San Francisco. He got a one, two, three, ninth in. All right, this wasn't the best thing I saw. The The most unique thing I saw was... Mark King's production after the Broncos win. It was good. Uh, the message he sent to John Gruden via uh, a video. But the best thing I saw, any chance you get to hear LSU coach Ed Ogeron talk, especially when he's, when he's excited, LSU rallies to beat Auburn, anytime this guy talks, it's good for football. It's good for humanity. This guy's a treat. Just, uh, you know, Steve Esmeg did a great job of calling the game. We had to go down there, kick the field goal at the end. Great job of clock management. Great time by special teams, our defense. Just a big time team win. Yeah. I felt good. He's got ice in his veins. I thought he was going to make the kick the whole time. I felt good about it. Yeah, he, he's, he's a champion. Uh, we're glad he's our quarterback. Go Tigers. Tell me he Go smoked. Tigers. Tell me he smoked in his life. He, he's got some Marlboros going. He's got to. Well, and there's also a, a lot of hollering that was going on. He was pretty hoarse. Uh, celebrating and coaching and getting himself a 22-21 win. I mean, if there's ever a coach who is tailor-made for LSU, that is it right there. I guarantee that you. That is it. Guarantee you he can name 10 country artists. Like, like if every coach in every part of the country has to sort of fit the bill for where they coach, right? So if you coach for, you know, Alabama, you have to, you have to have a little bit of a draw. That's why Nick Saban doesn't necessarily work there. Pete Carroll was perfect, perfect. at USC. Oh my God, tailor-made for SC. Mm-hmm. You know, I, pick the coach, Texas. You got to have a little, how you fixing to in you? Mac Brown was a good fit. Exactly there. right. Perfect fit for mm-hmm. many years. That's why John Makovic never worked at Texas. Chip Kelly, quirky, perfect in Oregon. Perfect. Yeah. That's where it's, 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 it's weird. Not so much in the NFL. No. Lou Holtz when he was at Notre Dame. Sort of that yeah. brilliant lisp. Yep. Pretty square. Yes. And Ed Orgeron in LSU. Outstanding, sir. Yeah. No, that was, that was the best thing I saw all weekend. Thank you very much. And now for our mistakes that don't go away, even on FM. Thank you for listening today. Tell a friend or a hundred or on FM 92.5 now. Uh, please, Marty O, what did we do wrong? All right. So, uh, Friday, James and Vic made a bet between CSU and Florida and we found out that Vic does not, uh, like to pay his debts. Let's hear the bet. Oh, come on. I'm taking CSU and the I'll take that bet right now. Twenty and a half? Oh yeah. I'll okay. take it right now. Alright, you got yourself a deal. I, I, I think I think CSU will make that a game to the very end. Coffee on Monday morning? Yes. Loser coffee. brings coffee. Loser brings coffee in. 
Yeah. I know you should stop for coffee for yourself. I brought Chick-fil-A in. He did. He, uh, he had coffee. He just didn't bring me a coffee. Guy brings like all these Chick-fil-A's for everybody. What more do you want here? Uh, Vic, I gotta give you credit. I thought for sure you were gonna mix up the, uh, 950 and 92.5 about a hundred times. You did a good job. Not once. But, uh, there was one miscue though. Let's hear it. Please. The hotline, by the way, remains the same. If you want to call the show, 303-504-0925. The hotline actually changed. It uh-huh. was 303-753-0950. Yeah. For as many people that used it today, boy. We had a couple calls back here. In a way mm-hmm. though, it did stay the same in that Vic didn't know it on the other one either. Exactly. So it did say the same. So they can't wait, wait, read it. Hold on. People called the show. Uh, a few people. Yeah. Why didn't you put them on the air? Well, they didn't want to come on. They just wanted to, to mention some things. Well, wait a minute. Wait, they wait. called to just talk you... to like you and Jesse. Hey, Marty, hey. how you doing? Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, Marty, how was your weekend? What was the greatest <laughs> thing you saw this weekend? So you I know? noticed the phone line was hot a couple times. I'm like, why aren't those people on the air? Some, I mean, what, some you just, people wanted to know where the, where the wolf is. Marty, do you much. do like oh. give them a one-on-one oh. sugar fix at 8:45? Yeah. What are you doing? Some people want it. That's, I guess, I guess that's what they want. Uh, you guys trying to name 10 country artists was pretty sad. I think you just named Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney eight different times. <laughs> yes. Yes, they did. Uh, you described four different guys and they all ended up being Tim McGraw. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but we will end with, uh, this request that we almost, uh, got out of without, without hearing. Let's mm-hmm. hear it. I got a little Jason Aldean I'm going to sing in the nine o'clock hour. Well, we got four minutes left, so. <laughs> nope. Not happening. Mm, okay. All right. Hey, and that's uh, it, fellas. So what's the difference between Jason Aldean and Tim McGraw? Mm, not a lot. Okay. Not a lot. You can throw a little Luke Bryan yeah. in there. What, what's the difference? A little George Strait, a little Travis Tritt. How about that Clint long-haired Black. guy who sits down all the time and doesn't stand up? He's pretty good, actually. Long-haired guy who yeah, sits, he sits down? sits down. he got the beard. He just sits there. He doesn't move. Oh, like Zach Brown? Zach no, Brown's not that guy. Too. Stapleton, that guy. Oh, Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Yeah. He's good, but he's he just good. sits there. Well, that's his act. Stand up. I named 10. Move like around. Nine seconds there. You guys need to get with it. Uh, Rockies and Dodgers. I let's not be silly. Rockies are not going to sweep this series. I will be happy if they two, take two out of three. I will not be inconsolable if they lose two Dude, out of three. I will be thrilled if they win two out of well, three. Obviously. If they don't get swept, I'm going to be fine. Isn't that something though? When you're th- when you're thinking that way, yes. I just want to avoid the sweep. I'm fully expecting them to get swept in L.A. That's what I'm expecting to have, have happen. Well, John Gray's been bad in his last two starts, only gone four innings in each of them. It's Key a, tonight for him. It's a big game and John Gray's on You're the right. Ball. John, I think that's going to go. John Gray mentally has to man up today. He really does. Just let's go. If something bad happens early, let's man it up. Okay. And that, I, I don't disagree with you and we can be hopeful that's going to happen, but what evidence do we have to, to suggest that that could happen tonight. Yeah, I mean, against Arizona last week, he has the good first, and then Paul Goldschmidt gets a little Q double, and he just melts down. Falls apart. And that, that Dodgers lineup is just like, it just keeps coming at you in waves. I, I just do not expect it to go well for the Rockies tonight. And then tomorrow, you get the pitching matchup so far of the year, Freeland and Kershaw. That's must-see TV. freaking division crown on the line, That's must-see TV. That really is. And I, I like the Rockies' chances there. I mean, obviously, I would give the Dodgers the advantage with Kershaw, but Freeland has been great. Freeland has been great, and Freeland is a guy who is the opposite mentally of John Gray. Because we can sit here and come up with examples of him coming, getting on the on the hill in a big situation and delivering. We can. I take it back. The best thing I saw all weekend. And then Wednesday you get Tyler Anderson. The best thing I saw all weekend is right there. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick looking like Conor McGregor and pulling it off to a T. It was pretty absolutely perfect. I thought it was Conor McGregor. 
They look exactly I alike. I know. Well, when he dresses like that, he looks just like him. Up next, Hastings and Brownman. And then you got the Mark Moser show, no longer on the smooth. He's now on 92.5. Right. Came over and joined us. Harris and Kreckman this afternoon. You have to hear the one-on-one interview uh, Ryan Harris had with Philip Lindsay as Phil left the uh, the locker room yesterday. It's good stuff. That's in the afternoon. Again, uh, we welcome you, one and all. Thank you for joining us on the FM side of the dial. We're, bo- we're going to continue to do uh, AM this week. We're simulcasting on both ends, AM and FM, all FM next week and from that day forward. Thanks for joining the band. Tell a friend. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. Go Tigers. Your Colorado Avalanche, your Denver Nuggets, your Denver Sports Talk on FM. Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. Now on FM, where everything sounds bigger, better, and more colorful like it should in Colorado. Denver Sports Talk, weekdays 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Continues now. This is Hastings and Browman on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. All right, here we go. Brand new day, brand new show, brand new. Fat Channel, if you will, 92.5, the new home of Altitude Sports Radio. Scott and Julie, same old time, though, 10 o'clock, uh, right here on the FM airwaves. And for those of you who know me and know how stupid I am, and before I bring in my lovely partner and make her uh, a crime, or what would that be, a criminal? Your partner in crime. Just, I just want to throw that out there. Uh, Julie, how you doing? How was your weekend? And welcome to FM, my lady friend. <laughs> well, hi, my man friend. You know, on <laughs> FM you sound, I mean, you were handsome before, but yeah, right? you're smoking. Killing it right now, aren't I? Do I sound thinner and tanner? Oh, oh uh, y- y- you know what, seriously, I thought there for a while, uh, you were, um, gosh, I'm th- I don't know anybody anymore. <laughs> I, I, th- I thought you were Selma Hayek. Oh ah, God, FM's good. I love yeah. FM. Welcome to 92.5. Who's still just gorgeous. I saw her 